going to have a little fun tonight, folks. Brighter than ever, better than any. Try night and now goes to the defense of the nation, the defense of our free world. But the ultimate aim is peace, always. There's a runaway train in Kazmar. Our lovely dicks are complete morons. Fifth, you were right to not be persuaded to believe that ball was static. I wasn't aware you were all quite so incompetent. Just because Al Hora says she's Harold doesn't make her Harold. I'm convinced that she's the one that brought those shades onto that train. Good job handling those scary shadows and saving those people, Wilhelm. Oh, and Veda, Pip, don't climb under a moving train. It's dangerous. Let's see if they die in tonight's episode of... A Sinner's Dream. We didn't climb into the fucking train, all these people would be dead, okay? So, hip hip hooray. Yes, pip pip cheerio. Oh, sorry. So, uh, Adelaide, did, did they get it right, or was there anything? Uh, I mean, that sounds all right. Oh, also, Mabel's been fucking Bruce. That's, okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we did sort That's of gloss over that. That's the important thing of last week. <laughs> well, well, here's, here's the that. thing, actually. I, I was planning on, uh, on, on dropping that bombshell as we were about to die. Because uh, they were going to up his chest. By the way... Uh, <laughs> By the way, we wasn't fucking Bruce. Ah! <laughs> well, I've, you know, Harold figures it as if he says that, the reaction he gets from it could actually be murder from Mac. And it won't matter if he gets shot by Mac if he was about to die in a train crash mm -hmm. anyway. So also, there's he's, a he's playing the odds. On the train, I don't know what a revelator means. I think I've missed that somewhere along the way. But uh, y'all were all hyped about it. Revelator is one of the uh, subclasses of gunslinger from the Heavy Arms Gunslinger. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his name John the Revelator? Pretty sure the only other thing, the only other thing that wasn't really touched on was the fact that Harold did drugs, like full on, like shot liquid crystal into his veins. Yeah, we've yeah. all done a few drugs. It was it was delicious. Bad boys. Okay, it was delicious. I think at that point it was a pretty controlled environment. I think it's considered medicine. Here's my D twenty. Who's administered by a doctor? <sighs> Looking at you, Michael Jackson. So who's making what saving throw? Help the bat. <laughs> I think we all failed them already, uh, to whom it may concern. Hmm. We did. So. Wait, Pip made a 25, right? I believe so. We'll get there. Yeah, you, so you're fine. As we return to Kazmar, the snow swirls around us as we come over a fairly peaceful scene of snow and beautiful trees along hills. Beyond, we can see this beautiful twinkling city off in the distance. The gold glittering off of what little bit of water there is that this train track that we see going down towards it crosses. As there's a small swirl, the camera moves over to the right just a little bit as there's just this train goes <laughs> rushing by. 
camera swoops underneath with a swirl of snow as we see this small green and black frog man holding on to the bottom of this train after getting shocked nearly to, well, whatever toasted end he may be feeling as he grabs a hold of that cable the, that attaches to this hydraulic that pushes the railing, this armature that connects all these wheels together, pushes it into emergency brake mode as this loud roaring rush of screeching metal upon metal sparks flying on either side from uh, as we watch a thin pretty young dampier just lose her grip off the bottom of this train I have unfortunately Veda failed her dexterity saving throw. I, I have a question. I might have an answer. What's your question? Veda is supposed to be able to like walk on surfaces with sticky mm -hmm. hands. Yes. I think that should grant advantage on said role. That Actually, I think she's forgetting that she had Bless. I thought that had gone away by then, though. Who 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 was holding on to Bless and what, what got Because it only off? lasts like a minute. Uh, Maybe I, ten. Uh, nope. Uh, no, I blessed her uh, just before, uh, just when we were about, just before they went onto the train. I, it was her, Pip, and Zia, the orc. And I said, oh, before we went onto the train. Okay. I think we're about to get into some shit. Yes. I thought we had you had blessed me like <laughs> way before then. Shit. And I have not, yeah, I have not cast anything else. So. I mean, concentration would still be up. So. Oh well. You want to roll that bless real yeah, quick? Yeah, I can roll the bless. All right. One D4 with advantage. Okay. <laughs> I'm not giving her the roll with advantage. Come no, on. it's fine. I could do it. Under That's a train. A ah, That's a three. Hey. What did I roll before? 18. You rolled 18? an 18, and that was a failure. So as you are like just to the edge, you feel your back just slightly bounce off of what feels like a mound of powder as you feel this warmth just kind of well into your senses. This radiant warmth that you're not quite used to, that coldness that you would have normally just suddenly snaps to attention as your eyes flare for a moment. You see the bottom of the train. You see this one axle between the gap and you just reflexively grab a hold of it as you hold on tight. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, question. Well, we're breaking for, now, um, so that's a good start. Yes, yes, that's a good start. Uh, but um, sort of curiosity, uh, I was waiting to see if the train would start to break before I it, it did, did whatever I could do to stop it. Now, how quickly is this thing stopping, and is it enough time? Uh, it was enough for you guys. Uh, for those of you that were still standing in the, in, uh, like, in the engine car, looking down over the top of this with the with your uh, martial friend standing there, all of you kind of like had a moment where you slammed forward as the brakes physically jolted you forward for a moment. It is going down at a fast pace. Unfortunately, we're at a downhill angle as it is just rushing downward with those wheels screeching along the way. 
There, you can see through the window down towards the city. You have a few, maybe, maybe a couple miles before you hit downtown. You know you're not going to be stopping at that next, uh, that next uh, train stop. Now uh, then, I cast haste on the train. I'm done. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> hey, no, in ten rounds, man, it goes completely limp. We're great. <laughs> Are we still talking about the train? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else, JD? But is this the type, the type of train? Because Wilhelm would probably know this. Like, if it's like past this station, is it like the kind of like it goes through the ta- through the city uh, as if if we don't stop, perhaps we'll. There's potential for hitting other trains, though. You can roll a history yeah. check to see how well you know the train schedule. Oh, how well I know the train schedule. Let me tell you, I don't. Can I roll it with disadvantage? That's, that's sure, you a, can roll it with disadvantage. That is a nine. Ooh, yikes. That wouldn't have gone well either way. Uh, it's a four plus a million, but it's still a four plus a million. Uh, but how, how aware am I 15 of... on a four? JD? I guess how how aware am I of of like how much times it is? Uh, roll just a straight intelligence check. It's great for me. I know. May I do a similar roll to see if I think that cooling the brakes would I help. I did that as a saving throw, but it won't matter. So four, this is going to be this is great. <laughs> uh, you've got time. Um. I'll allow Harold you to roll a an intelligence check there too as well. Um, Straight intelligence, or can I use Arcana or investigation or history or anything? If anything, it would be survival intelligence. I think instead of wisdom intel uh, wisdom survival. Okay, okay. So for me, without proficiency, that's a plus or. Yeah, sorry. Without proficiency, that is a plus five. Nope. I got no idea. With a 15 on your history check to see if you could remember the train schedule. Um, We're certain so I, the can't hold, I can't cast hold person on the train, yeah. We talked about this last week. Nope. <laughs> uh, can we you, t- you also cast asked two about hold persons in a person. on the train? In a person. Yep, you asked Are we about an cold person still? too. No. Okay. It is it is free form. If you have something, if you have an idea, if you have something you'd like to do, by all means. I'm underneath the train still. Yeah. Um, does it seem like there's a pipe that I can bend? Like what I'm thinking is like a pipe from the carriage, undercarriage, that I bend down like where hook into it's the striking the ground. Yeah. Going which direction? Um, like if you bend it downward towards where the train is going, or you're trying to drag it, it would be drag it. Would it, would it be towards where the train? I don't know. It's physics. I didn't go to physics class. I do you, chemistry. You, um, I mean, Veda would probably know. Can I explain what I think Chuck is trying <laughs> to make the distinction between? I'm pretty sure if you pull it down where the point goes into the ground forward, uh-huh. he's going to jackknife the fucking train. Or so you would need to do the it the way that you. it drags. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or or snap the pipe and help uh, and hurt you. But if you're just creating a drag, that just helps slow down. 
they, yeah. she definitely took physics class um uh she took both. uh i did not she's she's well educated i'm just like gravity okay um okay. how how uh, about um oh no yeah that ahead. works no adelaide yes go ahead sorry yeah no i'm i'm pulling something down to to drag okay. just create friction um and you'll just hear a very faint maybe maybe throw the luggage out in front in front of the train i'm fine by the way don't worry about me it's fine um I'll say make an athletics check or an acrobatics check if you can give me a proper description of what you're trying to do. You said athletics or acrobatics? Mm-hmm. Um, Harold, uh, while that's going on, will shout, perhaps the two of you could get out from under the bloody train. <laughs> it's really loud down here. There's no way they're going to oh, hear that. That's not going to work. I'll uh, cast message and, to do it. And they're deaf, so. I'll cast message to do it. They're not deaf from things in their head. That's a uh, message okay. is not a, tele- a telepathic sound. It's not. You it's hear whisper. it in your mind. I the whisper comes back to me. Okay, so while you're, while you're debating this, uh, I, I would like to know and just, I guess, perceive to see if there are any trees or structures along the side of the train tracks that I could potentially knock down in front of the train. Okay, make a perception check. All right, great. So, what are the odds, right? So, like three great bad rolls in a row. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, 14. 14? Okay. <clears throat> the only part of message that it says Spe- within specifies. a whisper, within range, and a and whisper a message. The target and only I the target. I whisper a message, and but the message and can reply in a whisper that only you I've can hear. I've never heard it ruled that way in my life. That's how I've ruled. I it call bullshit. Time. Okay, <laughs> call this, bullshit. Sending is different. Galen than had message too, and I use that all the time. <laughs> the spell does say the target they, they, hears it. They weren't deaf then. You've, you haven't tried to send message to a deaf creature before in one of my games. Um, so, let's Welcome see. Welcome to my life in real life. That's that's it. That's <laughs> the moral of the story. Uh, let's see. So sending sending does specify the creature hears it in its mind. The message does not. That's why it's a cantrip. Um, so. Let's see. We've got a 14 in perception to see if there's something that you can use to try and slow down the train. We've got uh, Veda trying to pull something down. Did you roll the, uh, the it's acrobatics? It's a six. It's not going to work. Yeah. Okay, I can't got it. Um, Mac, you got anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot things. Um, hey, fuck. if you shoot toward the city, right. the force They'll of the gun faster. is going to slow us down. <laughs> Equal and you opposite gotta lay reaction. On the back window oh, yeah. of the train. <laughs> <laughs> and just put them out of their misery up. before <laughs> they become whipped cream. So I, it's I, fine. I literally don't even have like I don't have items that would work. That's why I'm just going. Uh, yeah, you don't. Yeah. No, like literally nothing. Wait. We can Maybe. all do that, and that's not exclusive. I'm yeah. gonna try to cool the brakes to see if so, it works better. I know that's how it works in did real I, did life. I, I'm sorry, so with I'm the 14, did I did I see anything <laughs> along the side of the tracks? Anything right. structure wise? So with a 14, a water tower, a, a, a tree, a, a... so with a 14, here's what I'll give you. 
as you guys are uh, passing by, most of this area has already been cleared out because they don't typically want trees being knocked down in front of the uh, in front of the train. However, there are relay stations because there are uh, situations where there are messages that can be sent magically, electronically, through different uh, like points, so that way they can track where the trains are on their tracks. That said. You know that there is one, you can see one as you're kind of like looking down that direction. You can see a one, uh, maybe a, maybe about 300 feet away and rushing towards you. I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? I am dialing the rune of the train service and telling them that the train down the mountain is out of control and we need all tracks cleared, all trains move the subtracks because we're coming in hot. Yep, and based off of Harold's history role from before, you would know that there are indeed uh, tracks that are going to be, or trains that are going to be probably just past the river on the other side of downtown going towards the, uh, the not the industrial district, but the, uh, the housing district where most also, of you live. I ride probably. the train all the time, so. Yeah. Yeah, Probably I'm a hundred percent. I'm just like ding. Uh, no, got a fucking problem. He's he's <laughs> got he's got maybe a hundred and eighty feet before to get that message out before I cast Squatching Ray and try to take that relay down in front of the train. He's using the rune, not the uh, relay. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, however, your revelator friend was using the relay to send a message that was very similar. Cool. Well, he's he's got yeah. I, I mean, he's got uh, you know hundred and eighty feet or so. I my range on Squatching Ray is only a hundred and. Okay. 20 feet, so. Pip is, Pip is just, now that the initial jolt is done, he's working his way back in the train. Okay. Same. Uh, Harold, how, how are you going to try and cool the wheels? I was going to see if I could see an exposed part of the brakes on either side, like leaning out the window, basically, <laughs> and chromatic or cold um, towards, the, towards the brakes. Make a perception check. Oh boy, the roll. Oh no, I thought that was a six. There's a one in front of that. Um, one moment, please. Expertise in perception, so should be good. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't even worry about it because I know you're. I know you're at least proficient. As uh, you kind plus of like nine twenty-five. As the Alhora head kind of leans past the ponytail fluttering in the wind, even though it's a digital apparition, you can see uh, you can see just past uh, just past these sparks. You can see Pip crawling his way back as Veda is just <laughs> pulling at a pipe and it's like bouncing and it's kind of hard to tell if she's actually like physically trying to do something or just bouncing along the tracks themselves as it goes along down this way. Um, as it turns out. I'm very fast, but not very strong. <laughs> you can see a uh, you can see where the hydraulic is just barely, where it is currently already starting to turn red hot, where the sparks are just kind of going across the top of it, where you guys just uh, electrified and activated said hydraulic brake. Um, that said, uh, it is behind the wheels, so unless you know, so, I'll, it'll be either. I'll let you choose between a high AC or disadvantage on it because it's How already going to have a deep AC. Fuck. High AC is going to be over 20. Disadvantage, disadvantage. Uh, uh, I would I would I would take disadvantage. Okay. Risk it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit. Got it. Um 
Cool. Uh, I will take disadvantage, and then with my Oops, decent start, ooh, not as good. Uh, Seventeen. Okay. Hey, JD, I want you to roll your damage on your scorching rays. Yeah, and as the, the tattoos light up on his arms, uh, it just it begins to like pulse, and those flaming wings burst out of his back. And I will cast Watching Ray. Um, I don't know what's wrong with my eyes tonight. That's the second time I've done that today. That's a 17 on the die. I thought it was a 7. Um, so with my modifiers, that is actually a... I can't read shit today. Hold on. I'm so sorry. That's 37. a plus 8, not a plus 9. So that's 25 to hit. Oh, no. Sorry. With disadvantage, that was... Um, 19. Okay. JD, you have more damage to roll. It's three rays. Um, yep. Uh, it's more damage or more attack? It's just it's just damage. I'm assuming you're like lasering it just yep. as it goes by. Yep. It's less of a point and shoot and more of a put it in the way. And, yep, and I get to re-roll all the ones, so bear with me. Uh, what, more 2D6, of an yeah. artillery barrage. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Oh, okay, anyways, so it's still four. So ten, four, and eight. Twenty-two. Twenty-two points of damage. Okay. Pip, you barely get back up on top, onto that edge of the train, Veda. You were on like on the way up and around. As uh, you guys watch, just uh, Wilhelm's wings, uh, just. <laughs> out uh towards that uh as he just proceeds to just pull the energy from his uh from his uh tattoos and then just start like almost full-on laser beaming through one of these relays that slams down in front of the uh in front of the train as you feel this as uh it goes rocking upward uh harold you see your opportunity in the middle of it as it jolts upward to just Throw that and like just throw that ball of ice, that cold energy that proceeds to whoosh, wrap around that uh, that break. Veda, Pip, you guys got anything else you'd like to do besides? No, I think get... she's gonna pull herself up at this point. There's she's not strong enough to break the break the train. Okay. Pip's just shouting. Was it, was it enough? Are we gonna stop in time? Probably not. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you just hear the probably part and not the probably not. <laughs> Turns his head. What? Yeah, yeah, the only the only other thing I'm going to do is just turn around and tell everybody, hold on to something. <laughs> Before it, does it look like we're gonna hit the relay? Now that's that it's Yeah, no, you're on your like you just hit the you hit the relay. Okay. It, bounced it up off the tracks for a moment. I rolled percentile dice on my end to see if it knocked it off the, off the tracks entirely. The I engine. Hoping, I was hoping to put, just push it and slow it down. <laughs> I'll run up to the revelator. Are we gonna stop? Uh, the revelator kind of looks kind of looks away from this rune circle that's inside of this small booth. 
uh, in the in the engine up front, and he just kind of looks past. And you see him mouth a few words. You can't quite hear what he's saying. Yes or no? Helpful. Jared. I instead will run over to. Um, oh, I kind of limp, I guess. I'm sure the electricity did its damage. Um, I will run over to Wilhelm and I'll just pull out my climbing pitons and I just look and I'm like, yes or no? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just say climbing pecans? Pecans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's pitons or pitons or what. Oh, okay. Pitons yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I got gotcha. you. They're essent- essentially railroad spikes. Gotcha. Yeah. I was like, the- <laughs> he just pulls out a handful of nuts. As you guys are <laughs> climbing, oh, super, as you guys are metal. going down this train, the final car hits that that relay, and you hear this massive <laughs> behind you, and you kind of look back over your shoulder through the windows as you can see the final car the lug and like one of the the, uh, the other the, engine at the, the other the one end. with the passengers all of people in it no oh okay the oh. other engine that pulls it the other direction oh goes to the one full of passengers and then there's just this loud <laughs> as you see this massive explosion of blue uh fire just erupt from that space in the hills right I, so oh, there oh. was another engine on the other side that took it in the other direction. Mm-hmm. I did not know enough about trains. Oh, we should have thought about that. <laughs> we didn't. At least one of my intelligence checks should we have didn't. told me that. That would have been. <laughs> we that didn't would have know. Made sense because the first the first train can't push. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have, like switches up at the top. It could have yeah, turned exactly, around. Like, it's very yeah, common for okay, trains. That's how regular out. fucking trains work. Fucking there's a train stupid. yard and they turn around. Like, <laughs> Long distance oh, trains do not s- just turn around. <laughs> very commonly do they turn around. Oh. Very common. Um, anyways, uh, so how much time do I believe we have now? Uh, approximately 15 minutes before reaching downtown. At the speed that you guys are going, you've got about 20 minutes before you get to um, the housing district but because you guys have sent a uh relay ahead you probably bought you guys uh, brought your uh, bought yourselves another 10 minutes on the rails before there's need uh, before it needs to come to a complete stop i'll allow an intelligence check from anybody who wants to make it see if straight intelligence or just straight intelligence uh 15 from Wilhelm. to see Uh, if you think it'll stop 17. Oh, natural one. 17, natural one. Okay, got it. Beta thinks we're all good. <laughs> we're, we're fine. Well, slow it down. Yeah, I, I think love trains. Down. 19. <laughs> 19, 12. Okay. Uh, so, Trevor, you're more uh, in tune with how the train works for the most part. Um, you know that there is one other train on the other end of these on the other side of this one that kind of goes both directions right same as this one and it's specifically because this train goes all the way up to the mountain and comes all the way back it's the only rail that goes up to the mountain 
That said. <clears throat> oh, God. With a 19. <laughs> and mm -hmm. with the schedule that you have from Harold and what you know, the train that you would be taking home out to the boonies is just now getting home. So it's as far as away as it needs to be. You guys just, it'll stop eventually. Probably stop either in or just past the housing district into the, uh, and it probably just about halfway into the, in the housing district. Now then, worrying about the stops along the way is also mm -hmm. an issue. How much other damage you can do to it. How much, you, how much of this train are you guys trying to, to salvage? How much of this rail are you trying to salvage? Just we're going, the people. Yeah, we're oh, going yeah, too just fast. The people, yeah, it's just I, I'm concerned um, about the people that the train will hit and also the people that are on it. Are there brakes on each car or just the engine? Just the engines. That's dumb, by the way. Yes, it you is. You don't need to be an engineer to know that. Well, nope. now we can get Someone into needs politics to talk to and change engineering the department. law. Alhora right. made it okay. Uh, then I need to have a chat with her after uh, this is all over. I talked to her. Anyway. All right. So enough rolls from you guys. My turn. On my call to the uh, train uh, bureau, making sure that stops are evacuated, crossings are closed. Just We need just a completely empty corridor. We need a runway. Yeah, right. Okay. <clears throat> so and I'm ritual casting augury <laughs> oh that's a, that's a good that's a good spell oh wait I've we never... do have 10 minutes we do yeah yeah <laughs> I've never really seen it used before what's your question um uh, <laughs> 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 I guess if we, if we do nothing else and just let the train go Will there be no more collateral damage? It's gonna say hard to say no yet. Large amounts of collateral damage. Well, In the meantime, while he's communing with God, <laughs> <laughs> Pip is just like, "Do I need to derail the train?" <laughs> no, no. Getting one now. Okay. I, I think it's all right, Pip. I think we'll be. I think we'll be fine. What? Where, where's my hat? I'm not sorry. Maybe you can't hear anything either. I You're can't hear still. you. I need <laughs> big <laughs> movements. It's just silence. No. Okay. I got one now. What did we get deafened by? The sound of the brakes. Sound of the brakes. Yeah. Of the brakes. Oh, okay. Because you were right next to them. Uh, um, yeah, there's some nasty uh, okay. con saves up top. So what are your, so JD, mm. you're asking if there's going to be no more collateral damage? If we do nothing else. If you do nothing else, will there, will there be collateral any more damage. collateral damage? Correct. Like, are we good? What's it look like for you to cast this spell? Uh, so the same flames that, uh, uh, bursting out of uh, Wilhelm's back are still now just a glow in his eyes which are just completely white uh, like like hot fire uh, and sort of just, and that's it and he's just, uh, what you can't see is that I essentially rolled up in the back of his head to see, I'm attempting to uh, kind of 
by augury is a sort of commuting with whatever force allows me to do that to give me a, a, a picture of uh, whether it will be a, a good or bad result. Okay. Or well, mixed, how I guess. How often do you think Wilhelm would have used sword, sword or shield? Okay. So, as you're looking into the flames and they kind of coalesce in your hands, you guys watch as the wings almost like wrap around him for a, mo uh, for a bit, like a cocoon, cutting him off from the rest of you. The uh, the marshal looks over at you, Mac, and just goes, "The hell's he? Uh, hell's he doing?" I think he's talking to uh, his god or something like that. I don't Do know we have any emergency blankets? I don't know. Underneath, I can't the... hear you. Underneath the. Benches. Okay. Lots? Many? Handful. <laughs> Pip will start looking for them. Okay. Make an investigation check. Go ahead. You, you it finish. is just like, He's... Scarecrow? He's... Scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? 27 whenever you're done. JD, as you're looking down into these flames, as they begin to kind of like fill your world for a few moments, you can still feel that rush of the tracks underneath your feet. You get whenever you say sword or shield, are you meaning the sword to be wheel or what? Sword would be well. Okay. I mean, he gets stabbed by a sword, so that's the bad. One. <laughs> yeah, that's a in context. <laughs> oh boy. Fair. Um, he probably likes it, so though it's kind of questionable. The flames almost lick together in your in your palms as they begin to like pull into your vision. They, they the white becomes this radiant yellow before it becomes this deep red that swirls into a mist of blue as you see a shield appear in the middle of your hands in the fire, and then swirl for a few moments into a sword, and then dissipate. Okay, I'm promising. Going to quickly turn around. Um, Is anybody good with knots? As the fire just it just dissipates off of me, um, and I'm just back to normal, Wilhelm. Oh well, I have good news and bad news, and uh, make of that what you will. I think we should do everything we can to make sure that the passengers uh, are protected at least. Right on it. I start heading to the back, the back car. Wait, I need help. Pip, just come with me. What? <laughs> I need blankets. You, as you start ducking underneath the chairs, you find one under each individual bench. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, 
I grab as many as I can, just probably like four, five, maybe. Okay. And I'd start running with to, to get someone. I need help! Help! I have rope! We make sails, train makes wind, sails catch the wind, slow train. <laughs> can, I, can I make a medicine check to see if there's anything I can do about this hearing? Um, sure. Why don't we break the benches and throw them in front of That's the train? Eleven. <laughs> Get some um some friction. Um. <laughs> uh. So with an eleven, uh, you realize probably more or less what happened. The their heads were right next to the brakes and right next to the wheels as the brakes turned uh, were started. So that loud screeching noise with unprotected ears likely deafened them for a little while. Probably give them another couple minutes and they might be okay. But right nothing now, a, there's a too cure, much. Not, nothing a cure wounds would fix. Um, hmm. Oh, I think I could fix mine, actually. Maybe? With an 11? Maybe? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, going, to, I'm going to grab like, like Pip's head and just sort of look at the holes on the side and just get frustrated and just cast cure wounds on his face. <laughs> it's like kneeling down like holding pip's head i need you to make a constitution we don't have time for this poison help I'm, me make a sale i'm going to use one of my hands of healing to heal pip of his deafness i don't i don't i don't know what's happening but that is a seven on my con save Wait, okay. let me make sure that You're I can You're poisoned also... for six seconds. I think I can help heal you as well. Give me a second. Um... Roll the cure wounds, though. You still do that. Healer healing, hand of healing. I'll take hit points. <laughs> Martial arts die, my wisdom modifier. How do I do that? <laughs> ah! You gain eight healing. And you're undeaf now. Awesome. Yep. So I got 13 total. Good. Oh, God, it's loud. Okay, okay. I need you to help me make a sale. <laughs> several, several small ones. Book. Sale. All right. Okay. I grab uh, Veda's head as well and, and do the exact same thing. Okay. Poisoned. <laughs> but. I'm poisoned. It's, it's I, um, only while you touch me. It's okay. Oh, slightly better for six. <laughs> as you get, as the both of you are like grabbed by Wilhelm and Veda, as you like go over and kind of like nudge his head uh, like a certain direction as his hands are moving that way, uh, both of you the 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 ringing in your ears just gives way to loud. Back is the train. Try to save the passengers. Don't I'm think... trying. Help me make sails. Uh, uh, sails? Yes. I don't have time to make sails. When the wind goes against a boat, it slows down. Let us let us get back to the passenger car and brace ourselves. <laughs> There's no slowing this down anymore. <laughs> that would have been a great course. idea 15 minutes ago. Where were you? I tried to hear something. Walk and talk. We were underneath Walk the train trying to, trying to, to save everyone in the city. We're in a way for you so. to talk to God. 
Yeah, you guys are starting to like why he's like ushering you both that direction towards the back of the train. I'm, I'm still trying to uh to basically what I'm taking I'm taking rope. I'm making a parachute, but you don't have parachutes in your world. I mean, it's the forties, um, there's parachutes. Yeah, there's plenty. Is there, of parachutes. You have planes? It's World War World War Two! We're Real starting magic. to make we're starting to make Magitech Zeppelins. Why would you have a parachute if you have Featherfall? I mean, that's true. You just have a pebble Not that whenever you fall more than 50 feet, it does feather fall. They had parachutes and like... The feather token exists. Anyway, Harold, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, Harold, as um, as he's walking back with everybody, um, Walt is uh, healing to go around and he's like stumbling forward, like bleeding oh, out. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the shadow the is like fading. Like the, yeah, the, the, the head of Alhora is like flickering through the air. You can see little bits of static kind of like. What? One second, let, let me get you. Um, going to use my uh, stuff. Um, I'm going to. Fucking, what's my healing, uh, healing kit? Is the point of the healing kit? You have the healer feet, right? Yeah, I have healer, and then I, but I don't have healer kit on here, but I have it. Um, oh, I can spend one use of the healer kit and restore 1d6 plus four. Okay, cool, cool, cool. 1d6. Plus additional hit points equal to the creature's maximum number of hit Yeah, buddy. Uh, that's three plus... Okay, so seven, eight, and then whatever your hit dice is. Eight plus whatever your hit dice is. Um, the max question. Number. I was gonna say I have two hit die. Um, so it'd be one d eight. It'd be a d eight. So eight. So. So it doesn't say the the number. It's not a roll. It says plus additional HP equal to the creature's maximum number of hit dice. So yeah, ten. You get oh, ten total oh, healing. Total of hit dice. Yeah. yeah to maximum total. So of hit seven. Dice. Yeah. Like I don't know why it wouldn't say equal to your level. That does. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't weird. know why it wouldn't. Oh. It's stupid. Because uh, is it max? Does it say maximum? Hit maximum dice? It says, number it of says hit plus dice. additional HP equal to the creature's maximum number. Of because hit not all oh, okay. creatures are leveled. Because you could uh, use right. a healer kit on a creature and they would yeah. hit dice and not. Right. Okay, so you have seven hit dice. Um, yeah. So yeah, six, so 15, 15 healing. Eight. You said eight, right? Yeah, eight on my roll. So <laughs> okay. Meh. All right. Cool. Take your take your take your healing. Thank you. Somehow you give good enough vibes as you're kind of like looking through your through your healer's kit very quickly. You pull out like a small box. You just kind of uh, amplify your vibes Ooh, through. A <laughs> you stick a bandaid uh, on static. Harold's like clutching his his uh, shadowy stomach uh, as Alhora and uh, is uh, it's like <laughs> good vibes only. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite right. sure how to give that. But... Just, just stay alive, okay? Just stay alive. With pleasure. So I'm like, uh, just mechanically speaking, I'm like fully corporeal. Have all my stats right, yeah. like, yeah. Just, just, just the image. You're just floating that, head, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just the image of a floating. Head. But like, I could grab stuff normally, and I could, you know. Yeah, it just looks like little bits of static coming off the sides of Alhora's head, picking stuff up. Cool. And all the spells are coming out of her mouth. It's- Phenomenal. Mm. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so, as you all head to the back of the train, 
Is there are there any last things you would like to do to try and slow the train any further? Yeah, Pip is making parachutes. Pip is basically taking those emergency blankets, taking the four corners, tying them together. Very rudimentary Uh, parachute. So how do you plan on making them go out, Pip? Or are you just just attaching them to the back of the train? Yeah, you're basically detaching the back of the train. It's kind of like a, a drag racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just putting them on anything bolted down and just toss them out and hopefully enough of them will help us slow down. Because if there's um, one under every bench, that's a lot of blankets. Honestly, probably the smartest the smartest play as this has happened. To, well, to, Pip wouldn't have thought about it immediately. He's never he never rides trains on the inside. So as you all get to the back and Pip starts like tying these on. Uh, it's it's a little difficult at first because it's in it's in mid transit. It's not while it's sitting still. So there's a moment where you have to like kind of physically uh, you have to like stretch it out and uh, hold it as someone else ties it down. Um, and as it does, you guys can feel like this rush of air almost swirl back towards you. As you can see, the snow that's rushing into it kind of swirl back in and curl up underneath and around and out. Five minutes go by. Ten minutes um, go by. I have an important world question. Yes? Um, is the track that the train is on, so for example, like in, you know, uh, 19th century London, most of the train tracks were above the city, mm-hmm. like on platforms? Yes. Like or like the L is above Chicago generally yes. in platforms. Is that how this works? Yes. So there's a distance to fall. Yes. Okay. That's important, and I'm also and it's a thin corridor. Something. Like the it's a thin corridor of buildings that kind of go on either side of the tracks. Like all the way. Yeah, all the way to the actual like 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 Bay of Kazmar. Is there no distance at all between the track and the buildings? Uh, there's distance, uh, maybe a good like, 20, 30 feet, but... Okay, but like there's... So there's 60 feet of space in the middle of which is the train tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the train's only um, like... I think, I think I made it... Like 10 feet, 13, 15 feet. No, you nah, made, I made it. Big, I made it a little bit shit. bigger, so that way we actually had a battle like, map. Like uh, seven... Uh, th- mm, 40. Seven times five feet, 35 I, feet. Uh, well, it only goes to the inside, so we'll take off 10... Well, 30 feet. Make it 30 feet wide. That's a um, fucking wide train, but you know what? What if <laughs> it's a it's a crazy fucking world out there? All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm messaging you something as well. But carry on. Okay, so at the 15 minute mark, there's an unbearable echo off of the buildings that now just go rushing by the gold light that's echoing up and off of the side of the trains going up and outward it just proceeds to just like permeate the air as you can uh, as all of these people here just beginning to panic and you can see a couple of them kind of looking out the windows others are covering over uh, under underneath some of the emergency blankets huddling up doing what they can to hide uh, some of them splattered with blood from people that had been massacred on this train there's a soft moment or two where you can feel open air as you go across the top of the river that separates downtown from the rest of Kazmar. 
you feel it start to slow as it comes around that curve. You can feel it kind of, and it, you feel all of you kind of like uh, have a hard time kind of holding on to the uh, onto the actual seats themselves, slamming against each other, pressed against that side uh, door. You're a little afraid for a moment that the t- that it's going to tip over and off before it just. And that one that slams down on the tracks um, gives out a large creak on the end of the train as it begins to before it comes to a stop about another five minutes later. How is everybody in the back? Um, As soon as it comes to a full stop, As the train comes to a full stop, people are already beginning to just like hug each other. Oh my God, I can't believe we survived. It's just, everybody is okay. Like no critical injuries or anything like that? Other than the ones that they sustained in the attack, in the, uh, in the initial attack, it doesn't seem so. Awesome. Woo, success! I'm just going around trying to calm everybody down. Like, okay, you're safe. Everything's good. Yeah, same. Checking, checking wounds. Checking, checking boo boos. Okay. Uh, Wilhelm will smile and look for my uh, our, our marshal friend. Okay, he is currently helping. Uh, similarly, uh, trying to actually make his way past a few people, checking them along the way. And he's he gets to the rune circle at the front of the uh, at the front of this car. And he just drops his rune into it, uh, into the rune circle as it just kind of begins, whoosh, and begins to glow, as you can see him focusing on it. Um, Harold uh, will conjure an unseen servant to help the healers if they need like things held on to while they're working or whatever. Okay, cool. Well, or he'll, that he'll was use the unseen success. servant to help, uh, help, help, um, uh, Shit. <laughs> um, uh, Wilhelm, and he'll go help Beta personally so that they both have something helping out. Okay. You can see a crowd beginning to, like, as you guys are helping, if you look out the window, you can see crowds kind of starting to gather around the train tracks. You're still a good 100, 200 feet from the next, uh, from the next train stop. It was probably the most dangerous thing I've ever done in my life. You did it quite well. At re- and you then know, Alhor's visage just... Anything. In the middle of you speaking to Alhor's visage just blinks out. Harold, you open your eyes again as you... <sighs> in the middle of the... Uh, in the middle of the Shaded Lilies. Harold? And as you kind of like gather your bearings, blinking a few times as you kind of have this roaring headache from it, you look down and you can see... Uh, glowing purple through your blue skin on both arms. Where your veins um, are. also the unseen servant goes away too. Sorry, we'll help. <laughs> no, the unseen the unseen servant can stay. Okay, cool. You don't lose consciousness. It's not concentration. It's um, it's Range. distance. Oh, it's distance. Then yeah, it's yeah sixty there. feet. Yep. Whoops. Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you for. That's <laughs> the second time I've just run out on the party uh, in, in as many days. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm waiting for the marshal to finish his call or whatever. 
<laughs> and what were you saying about Harold's arms? Uh, so you can typically kind of see like a soft purple through the blue skin where your veins are. It is now a pulsing bright purple on well, both sides. This is new. Going to make discretion a bit difficult. Um, is anybody else doing anything on the train besides helping people and kind of mm -hmm. making sure everybody's okay? okay. Focusing on the people. <clears throat> Walking up to Mac, Pip is just like excited. It's like, man, I swear I am never riding inside a train again. The one time I pay for a train and this happens. Now, I, I got us, Pip. It's It really is one of the safest forms of travel. This is an absolute just, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen. You know, no, I'm just I'm just saying this whole paying for a ticket thing is bad luck. I I've ridden on the top. With him. My family usually does the private cars, maybe, you know, a blimp. I think I'm they just, might have a point. Yeah, the one time I pay for a train ticket and this happens. I'm, I'm going on the roof again next time. I, I can't. Honestly, I can't argue with that. Not even going to try. Uh, you watch as he uh, he's speaking to someone uh, for an extended period of time, maybe about five, six minutes in this chaotic space for a moment. He finally looks up in a way he snatches it out of the air and proceeds to just slip it back into his into the cuff of his folded sleeve. He just looks over and says, well, then. We're lucky. I'm not going to get a bill for this, am I? Perhaps. I'm, I will just uh, what? I, I will put my hand out. Shake his hand. He puts uh, out. Yeah. He puts out this large kind of uh, this hand that almost engulfs yours. Uh, Wilhelm, Vice Cruz, my friends, uh, Weatherford Hold Investigative Services, uh, admirable. Don't friendly. tell him who you are. He's gonna charge us. <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, Pip has a point. We should speak to our lawyers first. Harold and I have one on retainer. Yeah. Um. The train was attacked by entities outside of our control. I, I don't understand any base. Your bravery was exemplary face of quite certain danger, and I appreciate your assistance. Helping us to keep this train safe. I know it is your duty, but uh, thank you. What was your still name? Still shirtless. <laughs> yeah, still shirtless. <laughs> oh, right. He just like tore off his shirt yeah, like in the he, middle. Just, just he, I don't he, know he why. He it back up and it's now like still on. He has it on mm. now, but it's like. I don't have time open. for this. It's <laughs> open. Well, what like, are we going to do? It's too restricting. He, he very much like Taylor Lautner, the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, where... it was completely unnecessary. <laughs> Made us fainting um, in the corner. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Every time after he took off his shirt, everything is fine. That's true. Uh, my name is Kavita. I am uh, marshal of the train uh, that goes up to the banks. Uh, one of two. Uh, it is a uh, pleasure to work alongside uh, people that work as hard as you all do. I appreciate the help, the bravery, and uh, don't worry about the bill. You won't be billing. I was joking. I mean, I, if anything, I think some sort of metal would be would be more appropriate, but... Um... Yeah, that's not really my uh, area of expertise, but, uh, you know, I, uh, that's not my duties. I just, just... It's my job to make sure that people are safe here. You said one of two. Mm. Where's the other marshal? 
He's the night train. Makes Marshall. sense. Harold's in the hospital room, uh, sitting there like, I bet Wilhelm's going on about getting some kind of medal for something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, out of curiosity, um, as I meet uh, anyone who um, uh, is spiritual times. Yeah, uh, you know, it's... Uh... Don't really talk about it much with anybody. Good well, um, you served your god well. I think. Unnecessary bloodshed. It is like. a shame. Has it, is this often that these sort of attacks occur? Is this, I, I've never, never heard of such a thing. It's the first time on my watch. I've not heard of it on other, others either, other than the occasional attempt at holding it up and stealing everybody's stuff. Though it is a, uh, it's just a matter of pointing a few guns at people and they tend to stop such nonsense. I keep telling everybody about that. No one ever listens to me. It is a problem, though there is nothing much you can do about it other than create fines and punishment. Valid. These things are not looking to rob anyone of any sort of material possessions, that is for sure. Right, which is why I say it is odd. Have you seen these things before? Are they common in the countryside? Is it? No, I have never seen such things in my life. And uh, somehow I am less assured. Yeah, some tells me this isn't a run-of-the-mill thing going on. I mean, I'm not trying to be smarmy or nothing, but this seems targeted for some kind of reason. I think the target was us. I have no idea what they would be doing here like this. Is there anything valuable on the train? No, it was just a normal train. Is there anyone really important on the train? He looks over at Veda and looks back at you all and just says, No. I look at the at, look at the uh, people congregate. Is anybody here really important with enemies? I'm just I'm just gonna put a, a hand on on Pip's shoulder where there's where there's clothing. And just I I think they were coming after us. Why? There's no reason. Absolutely. I didn't. I didn't make. Seem... That seems that targeted. I didn't make that much money at the casino. It was it was wholesale slaughter of my car. I do not know what it was like on yours, though. That is what it's, it was. It's similar, mine. and we were not. Trust me, we were not the uh, targets. It, These things were just killing. Maybe for the sake we weren't of killing. target. Maybe they were drawn to us. They only attacked when uh, they only attacked me whenever I started firing and harming them. I got I got hit a lot. They didn't like yeah, me these, at all. These were directed at anyone uh on the train it seemed. Yes, I possibilities was just completely random in nature. 
I wouldn't quite. Mm, you, I don't know. You said just... you were with uh, Weatherford Hall Investigations. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Oh, I Perhaps... know. They are though. Oh, uh, do, do you uh, do you think that there is possibility of uh, certain magics being practiced to bring them here? Uh, I make uh, uh, gonna make an Arcana check or something. Yeah. I'm like you, friend. I I point and click. I don't I don't do the uh, magic stuff. Finally, also get a roll Arcana check. So with the twenty-two on your Arcana, um, with your history of you going for a variety 20. of, would you get Adelaide? Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Okay. Um. So Veda first. Uh, We'll say that based off of your family heritage, it's not uncommon for people to summon creatures to from other planes of existence into this world, whether it's, you know, Kazmar or Kazmar, right? There are occults that tend to get together and go for anarchy, right? They're not a fan of the system. I'm not a fan of such things. In fact, you've probably had to deal with a few of them that have gotten a little rowdy and, uh, you know, knocked down a few notches by the law and sent to the hospital, you know, handcuffed to it and whatnot. But Wilhelm, you've actually had experience with it. And the problem here is that when they're summoned here, it's usually only one or two at a time, not almost a dozen or more coming out of the woodworks doing wholesale slaughter without direction. And it, you think about it for a few more moments and you remember... something that Irvin said about shades coming from the stone. Oh, shit. Wait, shades coming from the snow? From the stone. Ah, oh, hell. Oh, does this, like, the statue? No, 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 like the the, the phylactery that... Oh, the phylactery, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. <sighs> I like saw... that, uh, that, I'm sorry, that purple crystal-y... Mm-hmm. That's Stone, okay. Kind of thing. thing we exist inside, yeah. Uh, okay. So, I, you know, I, d- I don't believe there are any sort of summoning done on the chain, specifically. So, our search will be the same search. See to that. We will, we will uh, uh, put some of the information in with the KPD. Make sure oh, that yes. all so, of the uh, evidence you know, is... Make sure all the passengers are questioned. Of course. We're going to go through the whole list of tickets. But, uh, yeah, the I whole... love thoroughness is important. So, let me ask one other question. Do you perhaps, you, you do these rides frequently, yes? Yes, daily. Uh, I basically live on the train. Good. Uh, when the attack right. occurred, is there any sort of mile marker or anything that stuck out to you as a position or location? when the initial assault began? 
Well, it is uh, arguably one of the more vulnerable spots on the right. There's two. There is one right after you leave uh, the downtown. And uh, one that you, uh, where it is right after you leave the if, resort. If you could get us some sort of coordinates or marker or information, yeah, I think if if something summons these wholesale to attack the train, there would have to be some signs there. There would have to be some remnant or even uh, magical energy residue left over. Uh, pulls these things from whatever planes they were in. And then commands them to attack. So, if anything, I think the attack occurred originally externally, and then the train was targeted, if that was the case at all. So, we would be, of course, able to investigate this. For a, a modest well, there are, uh, you know that there are a uh, myriad of people who have cabins hidden away in the trees, yes? Yes, that's what I mean. Any Anything, you know, obviously we would have to search the area, but... Uh, yeah, we would be willing to, of course, it's, um, you know, the, the standard rate for our services. We have business business rates as well. So the the Railroad Association owns the majority of the space out uh, a good 100 feet from the tree line out. So if it is any, if, if you are looking for a cabin, it is not within 100 feet of the tree line on either side. It may not necessarily be a cabin. It could have could have occurred behind a snowbank, a, a rock, a mountain. You know, anywhere a ritual could be performed of nature. We would have to, we'd have to, I guess, investigate the area. If again, this is a big if. There's a. Uh, <laughs> I am not a detective. I am just a marshal. So I, uh, I will handle the train. If you would like to go out and. I have a lot with my this my train wrecked. I have a lot on my shoulders at the moment. Otherwise, I would come with you. Uh, I am not again. These type of investigations require funding, and uh, of course, we'd have to get out there again. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you please drop our names if your superiors would like to do any more research in matter. Obviously, we are close at hand. We are first hand witness. There would be no one better to investigate. Right. I guess I will slip him a business card. As you slip him a business card, he kind of flips it over and looks at it for a second. Just, just slips it into the sleeve, into that curled sleeve. There's something called Cillian Rail. No? American what? Psycho? Nobody? Nobody? I, I didn't even hear what you said. That the font is something called Cillian Rail. No. Oh. <laughs> nice. <sighs> Plebs. I didn't hear so, what you said. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't it didn't, uh, The whole of the font, you just said Cillian Rail is all I heard. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, that's we, all just, I heard. we just all heard this like train it's breaking fine. sound and it's we were all dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with being um, oblivion. As you guys are talking about this, you can hear the loud <laughs> as you can start to see the flashing lights of the various different vehicles starting to pull up near where you guys are. Uh, fire trucks pulling up and putting up uh, ladders and uh, stuff to pull, uh, to start pulling people off the train. Um, Harold, um, I was actually just about to ask: um, Did Harold? Uh, would I kind of have known where we were in downtown when I disappeared? Uh, it was just past the river in the um, in the housing district, so it would be. 
probably yeah you'd, you'd probably know where it was especially coming off that 15 history from before um he's going to try to immediately just like bounce up and get off the table like you know just he may not be able to i don't know mechanically how you're gonna have this work but you know he's gonna try <laughs> you get up okay bruce is like what is going on why are we what what are you okay um uh, sorry bruce um I, I will rarely tell you this but please stop talking and direct me to the nearest entrance by the location that i remember i uh don't appreciate that at all and he just points i understand that he points at one of the tunnels and he's just and that's really close nearby he just starts pointing off in that direction kind of walks you to the door as you i'm assuming you guys are walking you just points to the closest one it's the one that you guys originally came in um i i will i will turn around before i'm like as i'm like trying to basically run out the door i very much apologize you must understand there's a bit of a situation going on up top and uh it wasn't our fault no matter what anyone tells you and i walk out the door <laughs> okay i need you to make a wisdom saving throw please oh yes <laughs> nope uh, nine plus like three, I think. Nope. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm sorry. There's an ice cream truck going by, and I, I hear that. Any, I heard I that. Have, I haven't heard one on my street ever. Very concerning and very. He's like, oh motherfucker! I want a banana bomb. Ain't it a bit late for yeah? No, ice cream there. <laughs> Got really nervous for a second there. Uh, <laughs> uh, the I'm not that actually, boy. that exact thing happened to me, like uh, two nights ago. That's that's mm. weird. And I am not on a street where like there are kids or like people playing. Like, it's not a cul-de-sac. Oh no, there's a serial killer. Yeah, I know. There's <laughs> kids out here on this street too, but there, but it's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, that's um, wild. a serial killer. Red balloons just like, don't attract, you know, all that's not fucking ice cream. Wants ice cream. <laughs> it's not strawberry ice cream, guys. Or so, red velvet for that matter. As you all get off the train and are questioned by the KPD on what's happening, is there anything um that you want to do as like as you're getting off? Anything you'd like to look at, anything you'd like you'd like to anything you'd like to grab, anybody you'd like to talk to? before I we want to i i i'm like 90 percent sure there's not going to be anything but i they came from outside the train so like looking at the windows of where they would have appeared in like i'm looking for any i don't know any weird markings any okay maybe scratches uh, even i don't know ectoplasm who knows okay so as you're moving down the ladder you kind of very quickly glance up and over what's your perception score uh like my passive yeah. Oh God, how do I see that? It's ten plus your modifier. And Harold is getting back to them as quickly as possible. I hate this. Uh. He'll burn I his have... haste to do so. So if you're looking at your attributes, uh, Colin. My okay, my perception plus. Okay, so <laughs> ten plus. Your perception 15, modifier. I guess. Pa okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So actually, Foundry does this really neat thing. 
where if you look at that right hand column all the way down you see how it's kind of like grayed out a little bit there's another number beside it it automatically gives you your passive on all of your stats oh i see okay foundry folks um so <laughs> they could make that a little bit clearer foundry if you're listening i'm fucking dumb as shit so it'd be a little clearer <laughs> there might be a mod for that um so as uh you are kind of like going past and uh, you've got like a uh, an emergency blanket over your shoulders over the top of that shawl that you've got you glance up and over and you can see very briefly multiple points on the train that you would think would look like similar to the marks that sparks would make along those like along the train car and the train side itself, but there are other black marks where they entered that are just barely noticeable in the grayscale light. I'm gonna, I'm, and you can, if you beat with this if you want, but I'm gonna take like uh, swabs from my healing kit and just kind of mark. You're gonna in. get off, you're gonna get off the ladder and go over and climb over and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Taking like little samples, you know. What's your? Uh, are you proficient in acrobatics? I uh, I am not. Just uh, roll an acrobatics check for me, then, real quick. That works. Fighter climb not helping that. Okay, we'll pick that up later. Different T twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's on the ground. In the in the meantime, okay, that's uh, good. Uh, twenty two. 22. Pip, what were you going to say? In the meantime, Pip on this way out is going to be looking for uh, assuming that Wilhelm uh, shared what he thought might be the the case. uh, Pip is going to be on the lookout for shards of the phylactery. Either wedged in part of the train, under a a seat, you know, just kind of casually, not like I'm looking for something, but... Okay, then what's what's your passive perception? Oh, not good. Uh, passive perception is 13. Glancing around kind of as you're going past them, looking underneath, doing what you can to be as casual as possible about it. You don't see anything that looks like a shard. Um, Veda, as you pull us, as you kind of like very, uh, as you're like being led down by a rather large buff tiefling, uh, like in full fire gear with the helmet off. Uh, oh, fireman! He, mm-hmm. He's like trying to play. He's, he's like guiding you down, making sure that you're good. And you just uh, you see that off to the side. You look up at him for a moment. He flashes a brilliant smile for a moment before you just kind of snap off, and he huh, goes to grab a hold of you. And he goes, "Hey, hey!" And you uh, just kind of like grab a hold of the rail of the train that's still a little warm. And you get up onto the side of the train, holding on to and like standing on uh, one of the uh, one of the railway ties. Pull out one of your swabs, and you have like this soft powder that comes off with it, sticking to a tube. Okay, like white powder, black powder. Uh, it, it's it's kind of hard to tell in this grayscale light. Okay. Um, it's, white powder. Yeah, it's 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 closer to a to it's a cocaine. Closer to a light gray. Okay. In the grayscale light. Okay. 
I guess as uh, as I exit, um, you know, after speaking to the marshal, I will I will do, you know, Wilhelm's preliminary, you know, mark all details and stuff down as well. And I don't realize I don't I don't personally believe that the uh, call was coming from inside the train, if you will. But um, <laughs> uh, I guess I I will I will just do a sort of preliminary sweep for anything out of ordinary as we are exiting. Uh, the, uh, are you doing it actively, or are you just kind of like glancing around, like Pip? I uh, like Pip. The just taking of Casmar one, yes. two, three. Looking, looking for anything that's sticking out to me. Okay. Uh, what's your passive perception? Uh, nineteen. Uh, in this scenario, because you're taking down details, I'll take your <laughs> passive investigation. That's just a sixteen. Oh. Okay. So the sixteen is you're kind of like glancing around, taking in the finer details. Um, you go past that hole that's blasted open from where Harold lightning bolted and just blasted outward. You can see actually a portion of where it was blasted is where they had entered in. You can see something like at first you think it might be some uh, some sort of like uh, fluid that might be traveling through the train for some reason, but as you're looking at it, there's nothing on the other side, and it's almost congealed to, like, this goop congealed to the inside of where that train splits open and bursts outward. Ew. Um, I have a small knife in my inventory. Can I, like, scrape it off? Sure. What are you going to scrape it off into? Are you going to do anything with it, I or have just... An alms box in my inventory. I have an empty <laughs> vial. If I see him going for something, oh my god! <laughs> uh, as you step over, uh, Pip offers you a vial as he sees you reach up to start to scrape something off. As you kind of look around and you look at your alms box, you just Pip just offers you that vial. You take a few moments and as you shave off this bit of goop, it comes off almost like a thick pudding as it down into the vial and almost kind of begins to it looks like it'll go outside of it but as it goes down, as gravity pulls it down into the vial down inside of it no drippage Pudding is one of your favorite descriptor words, and it disgusts me every time. I love it. Every time. It's horrible. I'm just like, oh my. Pudding and undulating. I can't tell if Chuck loves pudding or hates pudding based on. He loves undulating pudding. This undulating pudding. Yeah, and you know, for kicks and giggles, because I have like one spell slot left, why not? Check magic. Hey, good call. Okay, so as you pop off that detect magic, um, what does it look like for you to cast it? Um, I think we've done this before, right? It's just that um, that again, the eyes, my eyes start to glow. Is that uh, they shift to that view where I can where I can see magical right. auras? Yep. Right. So as uh, that almost clear it's sort of heat, like wreathed, yeah, wreathed in flame type of dealia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a clear heat, as you can see, like uh, like heat waves kind of going past your eyes, where there, uh, this fire just kind of veils your vision as you kind of look around for a few moments. Color comes to the space, and as you're looking at this vial, it's not magical. Are you, you inside still? Stuff? 
Yeah. He's on his way out. He said he was going to be in this, like, taking down all the details on his way out the train. Has Harold arrived on the scene having used the uh, way in from the... Uh, yeah, but you're down on the release. You probably got there just as you saw Veda, like, standing on the side of the rail on one of the railway so, ties. Down on the ground with anyone else like people wise is where i want to be i want to be looking this has to have drawn a crowd right oh yeah no massive crowd huge crowd he wants to, he wants to be Harold, where the people are i want to be where the people are um you know. and you know legs are required for jumping and, and dancing <laughs> um anyway uh, uh <laughs> what do you call him oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is a fire and why does it Oh, what's the word? Burn? <sighs> um, so um, anyway, as you uh, are so don't, standing don't, actually, don't mind actually, if I do. Actually, actually um, we, uh, Harold wants to be looking at the crowd that's been drawn. Okay. And the normal reaction should be people are like looking in wonder, in shock, in horror, in like some, some violent emotion, some like very presented emotion like there's nothing that no one should be looking stoically at this fucking train crash so harold's looking for the person who is harold's okay. looking for someone who looks maybe even disappointed okay uh i'll say roll an insight check on the crowd oh baby um oh baby a triple um I cast the best suggestion. Damn it, I don't have expertise in that yet. Um, but it is a 25. 19 on the die. Ilhelm was secretly bailing the Il Grisetto de Montalbano. It was actually Tensveta, but you know. So, looking out at the crowd that started to gather on either side of the tracks, uh, kind of on the other side of the street, um, the police are having a hard time already starting to like make a barricade here. People, they're already trying to make like a, uh, like a detour that goes around the block to the other side. Um, glancing at the people that are here. Um, it's a little distracting because as you came out of the tunnel, your arms are still glowing purple, even in the grayscale. And as you get past people, people uh, like you, it takes you a moment. You look down at it and it's, it's still this soft purple. You kind of pull your sleeves down across the top of them, make sure that they're nice and hidden as you throw on your coat. Button it up, you know, as you do. You get yeah, to the crowd. Trash coat should protect from that. <laughs> yep. As you kind of look past everybody uh, in every direction, you can see there are a handful of people that look a little young. You can see a bunch of what look like half-elves and... Uh, just uh, people of an elven nature in general, just a small mixture of them standing off to the side in what look like almost bomber jackets and their hair is slicked back real tight. Um, just standing there and they're kind of, a couple of them are kind of nudge each other and laugh about it for a moment and look up and nod and just like one of them points at the thing and they just kind of slap the hand down. You can see him hey, getting after him bunch of punks really more than anything as you look say, i went to college this is just crust punks okay this was their next yeah. ride into the next town 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they were they were here to watch the chaos. We and haven't you... bathed in days. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. They're this all is the holding 40s. cans of PBR. Excuse me. This is the 40s. They have their hair slicked back. They are perfectly bathed, completely clean shaven, and prepared to snap. They are I, was mod as I was just going like this. When you're a jet. <laughs> I, did, I did explain. When you're an that. elf. You're an elf all the way. I, I did explain. I have a small knife in my pocket. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Just a small knife in your pocket. I, I, I cast lightning bolt on all of them. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> however, drinking past them, you can see someone standing in one of the alleyways, just like leaning against the wall. He looks a little bit taller, broad shouldered. You can see Goliath with a little bit of a like a coif. Quaff with quaff, coif, it's whatever. Quaff, you know, yeah. Whatever. I don't fucking or, know. Or perhaps a quiff. <laughs> Sigil, sigil, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sigil, no, sigil, sigil. No, it's fine. Coif. Okay, Matt Mercer. Uh, I did not. I did not realize that that was a thing. Yeah, no, it's totally a thing. He uh, he's got the uh, he's got a trench coat on himself. You can see this Goliath figure with the tattoo kind of going across his jaw, and that curls up over his eye into a hook, almost like a like a fisherman's hook. And as he's standing there, he pulls out the cigarette that's in his mouth and just flicks it, and walks away down into the alleyway. Um, I send the owl to follow him at a distance. Okay, make a stealth check for the owl, please. Wait, do you have a familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have had the whole time. I just rarely bamf him into existence because he's well, cumbersome. Uh, 15 on the die for, I think it's a plus six for owls for stealth. I, I, I don't have the stats. In that sounds me, correct. For yeah, I used to have that previously. Yes, even in some oh, characters. Here, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. It is just plus three, so that's an 18. Oh, never mind. Right, but I mean, he can see? attack. He can do it from quite a distance. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. his perception is really where it counts. Advantage on perception. Well, I have contacts with the mayor. If we need to speak to the mayor about all this, we can make a press conference or at least um, a statement to the paper, maybe. Harold would know better than I. His family's been involved oh, in more scandal. But... Sorry, I didn't realize someone actually decided to play D&D tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Who are you talking to? I'm yeah. very, I'm pretty tipsy right now, uh, so we're I, done. Have I, um, have I gotten down from the train? The attractive yeah. firefighter tiefling flashed me his uh, no, you get yep. you get a rather large, uh, like almost his his. Uh, you can see what little bit of skin is showing is gleaming, but there is a human man that is fairly stout, guiding you down, making sure that you're good. I've just looped arm and arm with sexy firefighter tiefling. Okay, now that he's got <laughs> you, now that he's got your arm looped, he's like holding on to it with the other hand, going, uh, "You could have, you could have fallen off that tire." So no, safe. I know, but it would be fine. I'm very sticky, see? I'm just stick my hand. Just... <laughs> Elvis has left the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I guess I'm going to look over at Vader. Giving... <laughs> hit everybody at a different speed. I love it. <laughs> Vader uh, giving a strange press conference to the crowd of people at the gathering, and uh, 
Uh, Harold. Harold is like pinprick, like focused, like has no like t- all all of the tunnel vision focused on the direction of this uh, Goliath until he loses his sight, enough. and probably long after. And mm-hmm. then kind of just it takes a couple of times to hear his name to realize he's being spoken to. I'm the last off the train, making sure everyone gets off first. Now the marshal's the last off the train. And Valid. he'll fight you over there. They're, they're both they're both sitting there like, no, after you. No, after you. No, after no you. I go down with the ship. No, I go like, down with the yeah. ship. Yeah, our sails are Canadian. All of a sudden, turns out, Orc, Minotaur, they're both Canadian. No, you. No, you. No, you. <laughs> oh, sorry, eh? Sorry, no. <laughs> it was behind both of them going. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. He goes over the next firefighters, like really playing up his lamp. He's like, Whoosh. it was amazing. Just seeing it. I ate lightning. It was great. You, you ate lightning. And you, there's like this. Right. It's a, uh, it's a very large, like half orc man, um, a little bit more slender than the full orc over here. That's fight. That's arguing with, uh, with the very large full blood minotaur just kind of scoops you up with one arm and like one arm football carries you down. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's a kid down below that sees Matt for the first time and goes, holy cow! <laughs> Undrawn shoot Harold. Oh, no. <laughs> In other news, we haven't had a seat open on the ASD. Right. <laughs> Roll my backup character real quick. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) My 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 bard. (laughs) My forties crooner bard. Barrels. No. I know who it is. Mm -mm. Oh. Anyway, do you? Anybody else? (laughs) You don't actually. By the way. Uh, Did I get uh, Harold's attention? Conway Tweedy, right? Uh, Did you get Harold's Tweedy? Uh, yeah, yes, you would have gotten Harold's attention eventually. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yes, uh, sorry, sorry. Quick question before you say anything How are the last 40 minutes for you? <laughs> um, interesting. And I have a slightly more detail. I'd <laughs> well, you asked how they were, not. What I did during them. Um, yes, were you, uh, uh, I, I guess what I'm asking is, you know, were you present for the? Uh, oh current? yes, I I okay. knew about all of this. My yes, there was always a question. Was, there was a question, and you always is you know could have been yeah could have could have not been you could have been some, some something pretending to okay. What did Anyways. you see? Uh, I was yelling at you, and you were telling me something about Alhora. Yes, your 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 visage was Alhora's. That is, well, was not quite the effect. Oh my God, you're alive! You're alive! Oh my God! Yes, quite. What you? I mean, the last time you had an incredible pain in your brain, and then you died, and then I resurrected you. And this time, you said that there was a big pain, but then you were fine, and so I thought you just passed on into the the afterlife because I had enough been there to resurrect you. Perhaps it's a bit like um, scorpions, you know? It's the little little bastards that get you. 
scorpion? What? Oh, Harold, please be. Yeah, uh, please just be be kind. I think the adrenaline is getting to her and a, a bit of a in a bit of a state at the moment, but as, a little bit we'll see it. It's as, a kind of shock. She will. It will. As Harold kind of does the little scorpion skittering thing, you can see this like the sleeve kind of pull back on his arm as his arm kind of moves away, and you see that purple glow coming from out of the sleeve. Or I, I'm assuming it's still going. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not going to stop. Cool. I will just narrow my eyes a bit, not say anything. No, such imitation is the greatest form of battery. <laughs> now, a fun um, fact about the scorpions, they can shed their tail. No, when that they is do, a fun fact. Thank you, when, Pip. Oh, no, it gets better. When they do, <laughs> they lose their butthole. Excuse me. So do lizards, actually. It's lizards drop their tails when they're afraid. Yep. But a scorpion, but after... Yeah, 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 yeah. After after a scorpion does that, it will, like, a week later, just explode. Do, the, do, do scorpions have endocrine systems? Hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it's just it's full of poo. I'm going to find the nearest KPD <laughs> and just start giving them my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Just like what? still in the orc's arms, just tog me off. <laughs> can uh, Trevor, can you just please flabbergasted? He's like, that was, nope. a, that was a thing. Tre- Trevor, can you please roll for the number of dog puns you're able to get into your statement? Oh no, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> Depends on who's taking the statement, though. It, it took about canine or ten minutes, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there and is man, a uh, <laughs> and and dog, you wouldn't believe this. Uh <laughs> there it, your statement is taken by a uh, a dwarf with a handlebar mustache that goes down and across like and that connects here along the beard goes down into a twisted beard that goes into what looks like bone uh decorations down into it. Uh-uh. I'm not giving metal. my statement to Dr. Eggman, okay? I've played enough fucking Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> He's got big glasses on that almost look like they're part of his, his face. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, I do not use the term long story short. Um, That's where we draw the line. We'll do dog puns. We won't laugh at short people. Nope, not at all. <laughs> you got a grung. <laughs> <laughs> We're one crung above that. And I'm yeah, the yeah. tallest in the damn party. <laughs> you know, I'll just give them a detailed statement of um, the shades, how they attacked, uh, their their uh, way of attacking, um, how they how the were... power of the shades dwarfed that of the uh, passengers. Nope, nope, not going there. But. Uh, yeah, definitely going to uh, also tell them about the uh, marshal's uh, extreme uh, help in the situation. Glad he okay. was on board. Yeah, the whole thing. Okay. Fantastic. Harold, as your Al, your little friend, follows through the, str- uh, through the alleyways, the stone brick buildings kind of flying by briefly. He lights onto a windowsill 
as he stops at a corner and looks back to see if he's being followed. And then proceeds to just go back around the corner. As you go to fly around the corner, as that owl goes to fly past, the alleyway is empty. Roll a perception check for the owl, please. It is with advantage. That shit. Mm, that's not any better. Uh, it's only a 12, sir. With a 12, as the owl flies down and alights onto a dumpster, there's a soft screeching as he gets into the alleyway. Um, and kind of like, God fucking, did you just say alleyway? Yeah, I stole it from the golden mic. Anyway, he kind of uh, very briefly looks around the uh, around the space looking for anybody. And there's just a homeless dude at the far end of the alley uh, looking uh, like he's probably been there for a while sleeping. As you can see, just briefly, what looks like a portion of the grout between the bricks filling itself in on the building across. Um, I think uh, I think Roger would know to return home uh, once he loses the uh, target. Okay. And by home, I mean to me. Yeah, sure. Proceeds to and then silently fly back because, you know, it's now they fly silently. Uh, so I, I, I am I am not giving any statements to KPD. I've had an FSM for one lifetime. But uh I'll need you I'll need you to roll a stealth check or a charisma check then. That's me. Actually, make it stealth using charisma. So I'll thunder step him away. No, I'm just kidding. If you have proficiency <laughs> in stealth, roll a charisma check and add your proficiency mod. <laughs> I do not I definitely do not have I am then Wait. just roll a charisma check. Just Wilhelm. Yeah. yeah. All right. The, the brick that disappeared, was that on the other side of the entrance of the Shaded Lilies? Like the opposite side? Uh, you um, would not know yet. Vera. Okay. I just, I don't. I wouldn't even know yet, to be weird. honest, because the owl would have been more than 100 feet away, so I won't know until it telepathically reports back to me. Yep. So what'd you get there, uh, Wilhelm? Uh, this is a natural one for a five. <laughs> okay. Um, That's awesome. There's a halfling in uniform that follows you with a kind of a, uh, what looks like a collar on his neck as he just goes, uh, Hey, hey, you're on the train. Get back here. Yes, if it's on the train. How can I, how can I assist you, officer? Statement. And he slaps his pad a couple times. On the train, got attacked. Many people died. Very sad. Same story you've gotten 14, 15 times. Can I please just go home? There were no other detail. Uh, there were no other details that you uh, saw that would be helpful with us. Uh let's see. Um, well, look, I know who you are, Wilhelm. The fact that Weatherford Hold Investigations was on here in the first place is a bit odd, don't you think? Yes, of course it is. Yeah, I, I understand that. It would. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yes, we are magnets for this sort of thing. Or, I would tell you, we saved many lives today. And it was a good thing we were on that train. And you could talk to the marshal about that. But as far as details, no. 
shadow creatures attacked from the wilderness. As if just through the train wall itself, ripping holes inside of it, and then just started tearing people to pieces. Did everything we could to save as many as we could, fought them off, they vanished, they fled, and then all of a sudden the train itself was out of control. At this point, many from the Weatherford Hold investigative services, as you have put it, risked their lives to try to stop the train, and I would say saved many, many, by crawling underneath the thing to activate the brakes that had failed. You ever crawled underneath a moving train? No. No. I'm going to very quietly come up behind the halfling as he's doing yeah. this. Just, and just kind of stand there. Okay. Uh, I'll help Mac. Doing still what? In the, still in the orc's arms. I was like, I ate lightning. This guy can tell you. <laughs> 14 plus oh, yes, 4. I did that. Uh, 18. <laughs> now, if you will excuse 18. me. Officer... Interestingly enough, Vice Cruz. <laughs> He's Officer Fernandez. Brother. Fernandez. We just want to go home. I understand that you want to go home. But we got things we got to do here, okay? Just because you guys operate outside of the law doesn't mean that I do. Uh, we do not operate outside of the law. Could have fooled me. Hmm. How so? I'm sorry, but I believe there was a scuffle on the other side of a building where there was a sniper a couple days ago near the uh, uh, <clears throat> precinct 35. I'm sorry. So uh, which part of that was upsetting to you? The, the fact that we apprehended the snipers on the top of the building outside the precinct? Is that the part? And didn't, turn, and didn't turn them in? Yeah. That's pretty upsetting. Okay. Oh, did, did Vix you, not do what that? Is, what is that saying I've heard in Casma many times? Did Vix yes. not do that? Blame <laughs> <laughs> it on Vix! <laughs> she told us she would. <laughs> you, you, you know, you snooze, you lose. Perhaps if the KPD were better at their jobs, then uh, it wouldn't be necessary. You know, if you actually, actually cooperated, maybe we could do our instead. jobs a little bit better, eh? I, I don't see how I'm not cooperating. I'm exhausted. Just tell me As the details. I know you saw something. I just told you everything I saw. Make a deception check. I breathe out really hard. 18. Make it with advantage because of the breath. Just <laughs> looming <laughs> over this halfling. Filthy 20. <laughs> Sleazy 20. Uh, as, uh, brother Uriah. as you say that, he looks at you and there's just this <laughs> as he the fuck? <sighs> hey, Fernandez. Uh, yeah, we gave a comprehensive uh, yeah, whatever. And he just closes the notebook and just walks away. Shaking his head, cursing. Hey, you catch uh, more flies with uh, honey, Officer Fernandez. Alright. So. Good evening, man. There's, 
unless there's anything else you guys would like to do here at this uh, scene. Massive crime scene. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Um, you, you can put me down now. I think I've regained my balance. Um, sure now, actually able no, to no. use it, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Harold will uh, cast message individually to everyone in the group. We need to get somewhere quiet quickly. Okay. Um, cool. So where are you guys going? Where are we Back again? Back to the Shaded Lily stuff. Or we can go to Larry's. You guys Larry's. Are... Let's go to Larry's for some mozzarella triangles. farther than the nearest area to the Shaded Lilies. It's probably a good like half hour walk to Weatherford Hole Investigations from here, which is like five minutes from uh, Larry's, like a five minute walk to Larry's. Um, the closest one that's going to be going from here to the Shaded Lilies would be the one that Harold came out of. That's about a 20 minute walk. So we walk. That's uh, that's the answer is we walk. Unless we're, you're going to walk into Larry's. Sure. Fuck it. It's only 10 extra minutes. Mm-hmm. Just quietly, you know, oh, so we're all away. relaxing. You know, don't have Are to... we calling Weatherford along the way? I'm not. I, I'm out. I called my mom or called my sister. I called my mom. Uh, I don't know that Weatherford <laughs> uh, uh, was involved with us. Uh, what's happening here? Hmm. I mean, I don't worry. it seems like Let's they're a big deal. Do. He might be interested to know, especially if there's a mystery going on. I got you. And that way Hold you on. can solve it <laughs> and make a lot of money. Sorry. Isn't that how it goes? Isn't that how detectives make money by solving mysteries? I'm not a detective. I wouldn't know. Well, um, Beta, typically that is the case, although we have recently um, been recruited by an organization that doesn't seem to, um, it doesn't seem to matter quite as much what kind of financial situation we're all in, and that would now, I believe, include Mr. Hole. Uh, so, uh, at best i would i would think you know while he has a vested interest in terms of branding so to speak um he did not know about this uh endeavor and therefore might not have any real stake in it that's that's sorry sorry mac I'm, i'm fine with that well i say we at least go to larry's get some food Train yeah, you get some better whiskey and better, uh, you know, better cheese triangles than you know, what they I had. I could actually have a shot of whiskey after the, the events underneath the train. I don't know if you were there or if you peeked under and saw, but it's very scary. It was incredibly brave and selfless, but you, both you and Pip did. Uh, I cannot commend you enough. So, uh, if, if a shot is what you need, then it will be on me. Uh, but Larry's is good. Uh, I don't see how this has any connection to Shaded Lily, and perhaps we should keep it amongst ourselves. Safer Weatherford, <clears throat> unless, of course, they the hire us to do any investigating, uh, or if we determine wait, we should um, do it on our own. I think it is absolutely things to do with, with, with the Shaded Lilies, especially since Harold shows up, and As... and he's in Alhora's body, and shortly after that, that's when the shadows appeared. As you guys are leaving the scene, you see a 
a thin figure, a little wiry, um, blazer open with the tie just kind of like loose around his neck. You can see this uh, this uh, what looks like almost gray skinned figure with no real defining features with kind of these uh, almost glaring white eyes in the grayscale light with a hat, a little tag in the tip that says reporter, uh, just come like jogging over and just says, it just says, uh, well, hello, I, uh, believe you guys just left the train. You mind if I get a statement from you? I'd love to get a tagline for our news. We're, we're not quite in the mood. We've just, I know that train voice. crash. I understand, but at the same time, I'd really like to get this uh, first. I can even give you guys a few notes. What do you say? I, uh, you know, and he pulls out a wall. He pulls out like a wad with a rubber band around it as he begins to like pulling notes out of this wad. I've got three words for you. I ate lightning. And then I limp away. I <laughs> ate lightning. So wow, as, that's as astounding. What's says, your name, kid? I ate lightning and goes to write it down. Um, I just have one word for you, and that word is the verbal component for hold person. <laughs> so you beat me to it. It's the last spell slot I had. And I was going to say, would you say this guy is a train? <laughs> no. You got a natural Old 18. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'll cast it a fucking again. <laughs> As he goes to move, you see he sees you cast it, and he just kind of. Now that's just rude, son. Well, you're just being rude at the moment. We've been through a traumatic experience. Leave us the hell alone. Now, now hold on, just a minute. Coming your way. Wait, 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 wait. To understand, he is a reporter, and this is a thing. But don't I recognize your voice from somewhere there, son? No idea what you're talking about. Like, uh, maybe on the radio? Not nope. doing these, uh, you know, nightly, you know, another night in Kazmar kind of things. Just sounds awfully, uh... No like idea you what you're talking about. If you were, like, in a microphone and kind of in a booth and reading some kind of copy? Well... I'm just. Excuse me, sir. I, just I know you're thumbing for, I know you're the revolver good. slightly. You're looking for on a, my head. Is a minotaur? Is he took a bit of um, um, damage to the the head earlier and on the train, and now he just kind of seeks everyone as someone from the radio when he keeps shoots them. Maybe we can. I maybe, maybe we can meet with you tomorrow or something. Guess you can meet us at the office, and we be happy to give you uh, whatever information we can provide. Yeah, Which maybe we can. Uh, Meet another knight in Kazmar. I will. I will give him a business card. Thank you. And he slips it into the hat. I'll see you all in the AM. And is I, is that away. the fucking voice? Um, like I will make an investigation check if I have to. Um, like, is that the, the fucking voice? Sure. Make an investigation. All right. Oh, I'm not that good at it, but uh, well, it's not bad. 15, 16, uh, what no. am I, plus three? Make it an, make, let's call it an insight. Insight? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do I use that roll or a better one? <laughs> that one? Because Okay, I rolled a 14. That means it's a 21. Okay, with a 21? Yeah, because I'm plus seven with insight. Wilhelm only reads his news. He doesn't listen to the radio. They put too much, uh, it's too much theatrics in the, the details. doesn't like to spin very similar, though you never can remember exactly what he talks about in those 
radio things. It's odd. You just hear something about it's another night in Casma. Usually turns off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be good for us to have a friend in the in the media, though. I to perhaps uh, spin some additional light, and it could be a valuable resource for us. I don't know. He just sounds really nasally. Like honestly, how many people listen to him? So it's just thought that was radio quality, but now that yeah, I've heard it in person, it right I actually listen to it every night. I find it very enjoyable, and then the smooth jazz hour that happens afterwards is very lovely, especially in the evening when you you know have a good cocktail and going to bed. Yeah, I too. I, I will admit, I I've listened to the jazz hour from time to time. It is, losing. Um, speaking of good cocktails and going to bed, um, I think that's the next step. Yeah, we still got a minute mark or so. Um. So we we it was mentioned that you know this may or not be related may or may not be related to the shaded lilies. Um, we mentioned not saying like so. Larry's or Harold will suggest uh, a certain sleepy bookstore slash cafe where there is fine whiskey in a privately held collection. Yeah, the bookstore is fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, he's away. I thought we were going to Leary's. Ah, I thought it was fine. I just, um, privacy may be, uh, prudent. It is, it is evening, so you would know that Larry's would be fairly packed about this point. Uh, it, it is probably best that we follow Harold's, uh, suggestion. Well, it's on the way, so stop and get some things to go. Because yes, those cheese sticks were just... Cheese sticks, yes. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> making me feel a bit weird. Cheese, I think they have like oregano stick? or something in them. Like a steak made out of cheese. What? No. Veda, no. What? That's it's disgusting. It's just like mozzarella shaped in, in these little triangles and breaded on oh, the outside. Oh, the cheese sticks. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. The picture said steak, and I was no, very. No, no. But, mm-hmm. you know, a good sandwich with some, like, very thin steak with some cheese on it. Actually, pretty good. Perhaps we can order it with, like, an aioli or something. I don't know what rich people eat. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called beef tartare. Is what it's well, last time I checked, aioli is just mayonnaise with shit in it. So <laughs> it's just mayonnaise with garlic in it. I'm a chef it, in real life. Is it, isn't tartar the thing people get on their teeth? No, that's tartar. That's tartar. You, you, you eat the tartar from cows? No, tartar is different from tartar. Tar- Tartar's the stuff that goes on the on fish sticks from Larry. Syllables. Do you know what a uh, syllable so is? So as you guys are having this ridiculous conversation, <laughs> it's, it's okay. I've I've got a message. I'll I'll send it to Larry with your. Beta still doesn't believe he knows how to read. That's the end of the story. <laughs> I um, have lots of children's books. You can come over anytime. Okay. Holy aioli, you think you're better than me? <laughs> as you get to the uh, as you get to the library, De La Herald. It's late <clears throat> enough that um, your boy has gone home. 
Bozo Randall's gone. gone. Yeah. Yep. Oh, gone. The doors Harold, are locked. Uh, the lights are down. Yep. Yeah, Harold will open it up. Uh, I'm sure there's an alarm spell that he that uh, he's taught the young Randall how to cast, um, or sure. or in some way enact, maybe by technological means more so than magical means. Um, either way, uh, we'll kind of get the lights on and um, see about um, see about getting some alcohol together uh, from a collection of whiskey that he rarely drinks from but often enjoys uh, just having. So as you all kind of gather in on those uh, those leather couches that kind of act as the lounge area for this space, the smell of the books is thick. Which if Chuck would have checked his Discord messages during the week, we I have saw. fucking pictures of, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, need to, I need to make them in, in, in Dungeon Draft. Um, yeah, no, I'll get there. As always, I look at one of the couches. Mm, cow leather, huh? No, I get it. It's <laughs> vegan, actually. Uh-huh. I did think of you. Yeah, that how, did, thing, yeah. how did you know it was a vegan cow? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you got a point. To be fair? What? <laughs> I think Vader just picks up one of the open books that's like bookended on the couch armchair and just begins reading. <laughs> oh, I told Randall to clean up. Oh, well, I suppose. Um, it's basically like what you walk into is a library with a cafe in it. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's like, there's like five, you know, there's a handful of tables that are by a bar countertop. Um, and there's, uh, there's like, um, shelves and shelves of books and there's a lot of like media public like there's basically a organizational system where there are like media publications in one place and there are um there are like some novels and stuff in another place there are like magical resources more like magical histories more so than like actual spell content those are private um uh and are not downstairs uh but you see kind of just all kinds of different books available um fiction non-fiction uh media publications uh all sorts of things uh and harold will bring out some unreasonably fine glassware that he treats not like fine glassware um and uh will pour some drinks uh um Harold, do you recall mention an Irvin story? He told us about the origins. The the shades. Yes, yes I, I do. I do recall. Um, they came from the phylactery. No, that's what began their inquiry. Was it not? Seems so. Yeah. According to Irvin's, that was, they were attempting to protect people. The shades, I guess, were not what everyone sought. 
But if that is that which was being spawned by this thing, I can't understand the logic, I think. I don't understand if they were protecting people originally, why they would protect the civilians. The shades, the shades themselves are... They seemed hungry. That was hungry. Well, I hate shades, to see starving. Oh, that's right. The shades were real people. Um, I, maybe they're summoning. Maybe they're stuck in some kind of limbo form in between. Between the here, the crystal, in between and here and there, and they're mm. being summoned out. Do you think something? If they're real people, it would make sense that some are good, some are bad. What if you could theoretically summon certain ones? I just want to know who was doing the summoning so I can walk up to him, put my barrel into his forehead, and pull the trigger. That's just not just the assumptions that's summoned anything. I'm kind of. They escaped. I think maybe it was. um... You know, well, we, we see it in the sewers sometimes, is, you know, because like every city is kind of built up on the older city. So sometimes the newer sewer, you can find holes into the older sewer. So what if what if Kazmar is just the newest city, and as the the gem like breaks down, we get into the older stuff. Yeah, perhaps these entities are just leaking out, and we were literally unfortunate. From a timing perspective, or fortunate, I guess, depending on the side of the train you're on. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think I'll um, look at Harold and just... Do you, do you think you could contact her and ask her? Do you think she would know if things were scary? After our most recent connection, uh, I don't know that I could do it again today, per se, but I feel something different, and it it may be something I can try after a bit of a bit of rest would be nice. However, um, I would potentially, despite my disdain for them, have believed there was a coincidence that we just happened to be, well, for those people in the right place at the wrong time, um, or the right place at the right time for them, perhaps the wrong place, wrong time for us in a way um but then when i returned to the scene there was a strange gentleman many of the people there were there in earnest in interest um and were shocked or horrified or um sad in some way however this man seemed almost disappointed um, perhaps at the number of survivors on the train and I had Roger follow him for a time um, I assume by now Roger has gotten back to me and like pictogram you know kind of telepathically told me what was going on um, and and so um, he, well, first of all, was wearing a trench coat, had an interesting tattoo uh, above his eye, 
almost like a fish hook. Um, but then kind of to, I lost him in an alley where it seemed that the he may have escaped through a brick wall that closed itself around you, him. Can um, you draw the tattoo? I imagine Harold would be able to do that for memory. Is draw, the draw, draw is the, the tattoo, tattoo is the tattoo one that Pip recognizes? Uh, roll history check from the underworld. Six with the six. Yep. Unless yeah. I have advantage. Let <laughs> me look through your backstory real quick. You guys continue. Um. So Harold is like. If um, if he truly was, as I suspect, disappointed with the results of the train crash, um, I believe there may be forces at work stronger than coincidence. Advantage, Pip. Fourteen. Fourteen? Um... You know, thieves can't. Yeah. You're not sure what the name of this particular group is, but there is a, there is a, there exists a group of black market dealers that go to and from the docks and primarily exist around the docks uh, that leave marks in the sewer system from time to time is they use that as kind of a quick travel system. You remember over the course of time, like over the course of what little bit of time you spent in the sewers um, that a few times there was a loud roaring sound that you were sure was going to be your death that you ducked behind uh, like around a corner or into another exit and like exit way, whatever it may have been and you saw what looked like a boat powered by a massive fan blowing through the sewer system with a similar marking on its side following hook-like marks along the sewer system. So I, I relay all that. And your friends that you knew down there would often encourage you not to follow. I will uh, relay all of that and be like, I don't... I can't tell you where they're like hold up. I can't tell you their name. But if it's by the docks, our friend Dimitri might know. You, when he says your friends, you mean like the sewer friends or like us? Uh no, sewer like friends. uh like the yeah, the sewer friends okay. and the, the sewer friends that no one else sees. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it could could be that or perhaps Bruce and that some other shadow organization that is apparently a common scene. I wouldn't hesitate to ask uh, ask Bruce if he uh, is familiar with them. Perhaps they go to the same trench coat tailor, which of course we also know him, so I don't know. Um, Did you see him go through the wall? Or was it like a so like, did the wall move or did he just like disappear? It's difficult to say. Um, 
I didn't see it. Roger did, and I don't know how much I've discussed how much that how this actually works. He can't really talk to me, um, sure, but sure. I can see images, uh, and when he made an image of the gentleman walking around a corner, the next thing that he showed me was a wall closing in. Um, sort of. That's the only thing was the grout I, filling in, but yeah. The, gr- uh, the grout filling in, but yeah. Um, that That is where I draw the conclusion that he went through some sort of opening in a wall that's no longer there. I do oh, know where it is. We could go, but it might be very, very dangerous. What well, happens if it's the alternative? Like the alternate of the shaded lilies, like the opposite, the mirror image. That sounds, that sounds a little different than whenever that. we go through walls. We just, you know, it's like it's not there. That sounds like it was moved. Is, is that something you can do with magic? I haven't met many I, very, very many Goliaths. Is that something they can just do? I don't know about something that all Goliaths can or cannot do, but I do know certain spells that would allow someone to shape stone in such a way, um, or perhaps simply just uh, simply just some sort of um, automatic system. I don't quite know what else to make of it. Uh, could be magical, could be more like what our friend Padraig is more familiar with, or was. I don't even know what to say of him anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I'm pretty beat, but I think maybe tomorrow we check out the wall and then go on a hike, see if we can find anything. Uh, Wilhelm is already already passed out in a, one of the chairs. Which is funny because Wilhelm's the only person other than Harold with a room here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Veda um, will tuck in her shawl around, around it. Um, Veda, um, seeing as Wilhelm will not be using his quarters this evening, there is a guest room uh, available for you if you'd prefer to have some privacy. I think after the shadows, yes, I, I would rather us all stay together, just in case. Ah, the lounge it is then. Um, and uh, he'll uh, he'll leave everyone as is, kind of in said lounge area. Yep. Sir, Sleeping which... in Willem's bed! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, Harold, which, which, which books do you sleep on? Which which books? Oh no! I just, I just assume you have like a nest in here. He's got a bed made of books. <laughs> um, it's all first editions. <laughs> I I've been told that you know like if you lay on a book, you absorb its knowledge. <laughs> so like you know you must sleep on a lot of them. I I think there was a compliment in there somewhere. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's called like osteoporosis or something. <laughs> Pip, um, I would like you to follow me for a moment. Um, I mean, <laughs> I I don't I don't need this. The tub will be fine. And you'll wonder why Veda thinks he's just like 
the the brain of a three year old. <laughs> <laughs> so Harold, uh, if Pip allows it, will lead him to Harold's master bathroom, which has like effectively like a gold filigreed tub in it. Um, and this and we'll we'll best. like draw a bath for Pip to sleep in. Yeah, beautiful like white marble mixed in and mixed in with like subway tile across one side of the sh- uh, one side of the tub like going across the bottom corner of the floor clawfoot tub that has like gold filigree going across the uh the inlay of the top edge of the tub with the uh faucet going over it sparkling clean i think this is the moment pip always thought you know harold was like fancy and smart but this is the moment that he realizes harold is on the room entirely different level (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then (laughs) once once uh pip is situated uh harold comes to a bit of a realization and comes down to collect mac and if mac will allow it uh harold will show him to harold's room which has like essentially like tempurpedic swedish sleep system on a uh four post bed with like you know, carved <laughs> uh, like it, it is. It is very fucking nice. Um, and uh, it says, um, "Mac, this is uh, an- another guest room. Uh, I have quarters further upstairs, which he does not. Um, but uh, he-, he will say that and have Mac uh, retire to uh, his chambers. Um, and Come back down. Wilhelm is." There's just a note saying, Gondolaries, be back whenever. Mm. You're up, like, and yeah, Max just like, yeah, no, not yet. (laughs) Um, And I'll probably end up sleeping uh, at the office. (laughs) Uh, Not knowing this, Harold has gone upstairs to the lab. Okay. Trying to figure out what's, why his arms are glowing. Well, I mean, he knows, like, what caused his arms to glow. He just wants to understand it more. Okay. Anybody else have anything else they'd like to do before passing out? No, I will just point out that uh, Wilhelm's room here is immaculate. Touched by... uh, With the exception of several books that uh, have been taken out and are neatly stacked uh, in order of how he was reading them, uh, with one exception being a particular book that gifted to him recently, which by the night step. How to leave your abusive ex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, How to make friends like, and influence straight. people. <laughs> <laughs> Wil- Wilhelm like straight passed out already, right? Like, um, okay, so yeah. yeah. Wilhelm was, has had a very long day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why Mac is out drinking. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Um, both Veda and Mac would see the runes in the in the interior of the bedroom doors uh, that look to be glowing uh, as if cast by the glyph of warning spell. Mac oh. very briefly, but yeah. Yeah, very briefly, but no, I'm I'm falling asleep at the office. Pip, I'm uh, assuming you're sleeping in the tub. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> magical, how nice the thing was. magical jacuzzis, you know. Yeah, mm. 
there, yeah, there's like a rune sleep. on the side of the tub that's like a, a heat, and then there's a cool, and then there's an unseen servant there rubbing your shoulders. <laughs> Love that. So luxury. luxury. Where is Veda passing out? Oh, she's in Willem's bed. She's asleep. In that's, where, that's where he invited her to. So okay. she's fell asleep there since Got Willem's it. on the couch or the chair or whatever. One of the few rooms she can enter. <laughs> she was invited in, yes. Just, just softly, <laughs> softly drooling a little bit. <laughs> Ulysses Belmont. S. Grant. Yeah. Forget my every time. Right? <laughs> uh, as you get to Larry's, it takes probably about 10 minutes or so to get down and around the corner uh, to that space. Uh, the Evening has, uh, the night, I should say, has started to be permeated by a soft uh, layer of mist and fog. And, um, excuse me, uh, it takes a few moments to kind of get through the crowded streets uh, as people are kind of going about their way, doing their stuff. You get to Larry's and it's fairly packed. Um, people are drinking, having a good time. People are, you know, playing a variety of different card games. Uh, you see in one corner uh, on one of the like U-shaped uh, bars, uh, bar tops, there is a uh, there are a few people playing dice uh, like with each other on that corner. Um, as you go up to the uh, the bar, uh, Larry just says, uh, "Hey, what can I get you, man?" No. Uh, never mind. I know what you want, and he yeah. uh, pulls out a highball and proceeds to pour you a highball. He pulls whiskey. out a gun. <laughs> he pulls out a gun and puts it in your face. Um, do six bullets worth of glass powder into a shot glass and passes it over. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he kind of slides it over and he holds the bottle up. You need the bottle? Yeah, I think so. And uh, how's the lasagna tonight? Kind of out because of all the crowd. Uh, he looks over his corner and just says, "Hey, how's the lasagna?" And uh, you hear like this deep rumbling. I've got a few slices left. Yeah, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll take that. Uh, maybe do uh, maybe do an ale back, and uh, I just need to decompress. Had kind of a hard day. Okay. And pointedly not looking at anyone else, like okay. not casing the joint, looking for anybody weird. Just literally, like you know what? Fuck it. I almost died today. Okay. Sounds exactly like Mac. As you are sitting there, you were past a uh, like an overwarmed slice of lasagna, and uh, Larry asks if he should put it on his on your tab, and he just assumes it's going to be, and proceeds to put it on your tab anyway. About three quarters of the way through your lasagna and through the bottle of whiskey. There's a soft <clears throat> from like just off behind you to your right. I'll just kind of turn around. You have to kind of look down because there's a gnomish woman with blonde hair that's been pulled up into a a bit of a a bit of a mess of a bun up the top, but she's dressed very nicely uh, for the area. I should say she's wearing kind of like a uh, kind of a 
a purple dress that has a bit of a sash to it that goes down and across. And she just says, uh, mind if I take a seat next to you? Oh, well, it's yours. No one's sitting there. So I guess it was reserved for you, ma'am. Okay. And she kicks the bottom of the bar and a small table, like a small stool pops out. It's normal for Kazmar to have uh, accessibility for this and kind of climbs her way up onto the seat and sits there. Oh, I'll reach back and kind of pull the stool out a little. Thank you. She sits for a few moments awkwardly before Larry finally comes over and she says, just Sherry, please. Nods and gets, pours her a glass of Sherry, slides the small flute over to her and she just goes, how you doing? Oh, sorry, like wiping cheese and sauce off the muzzle. Uh, not so bad, Uh, relaxing, hard day at work. Thinking some uh, whiskey and lasagna. Larry might have a couple pieces of lasagna left. I don't know. This kind of looks like a double helping. Uh, she looks at the lasagna on the plate and just kind of. No, no, no. The crispy edges are supposed to be there. Although it is weird, it's a middle piece. That's nah, yeah. fine. I'm okay. Thank you, Bill. How's your night? It's been okay. I guess stood up tonight. So. Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh. I almost died in a train crash. So, uh, in some strange way, we're both in the same kind of doldrums. Well, uh, whoever it was is obviously a cat, ma'am. Mighty fine dress and drinking sherry. Kind of odd for these parts, but good on you for having some taste. Really, I'm I'm not a big fan of most beers. Well, then get what you want. I did. Well, I know. I was saying, you know, sherry is a good, you know, good thing. A um, little bit too. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Whiny. Not much of a wine drinker, and sherries and brandies and all, just kind of not my thing. Understandable. What's your name? Name Zena. Xena? Xena. Oh, Xena. Yeah, sorry. Again, it's, okay. it's loud tra- in here. You know, train thing and gunfire and everything <laughs> today. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Ulysses, but uh, everybody calls me Mac. Nice to meet you, Mac. Hey, kindly. Uh, where are you from? Here, Casmar. Isn't everybody from Casmar and Casmar? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what neighborhood? You, you, you a downtown girl? <laughs> no. I'm actually, I actually, uh, I grew up in the shopping district. Oh, yeah. I know some people with some stuff down there. Yeah, I live over by the dump. Uh, it's nice. Prices are a little lower. Uh, smells kind of weird sometimes, but you get used to it. Hmm. So where'd this guy end up going? Or girl, or pardon me for assuming. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know where they went. Well, it was supposed too- to be a blind date. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, there, nobody showed up. See, I've always had a problem with blind dates, because how do you know who you're looking for? <laughs> Isn't that the whole question of life anyway? The whole yeah, but if you just walk in, like, say you stuff. walk in somewhere and you're supposed to meet someone, there's like four people there. 
they're all kind of wearing the same thing. How do you know which one's which? Usually you just ask about names because usually you have a name beforehand. Oh yeah, no, didn't think about that. No, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, I don't really do the whole uh, date But anybody thing. with the name Homer is probably a loser, right? His name was Homer? Oh! Yeah. Wow. Like, how'd you get set up with a guy named Homer? I don't know. Like, friend of a friend kind of thing? Like, oh, hey, you should meet yeah. my friend Homer? It was my sister's friend from college. Stupid. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Sometimes names ain't all that. You know, my name's Ulysses. Well, that's why people call me Mac, because damn. Mom, so, dad, we're a little. Uh, what happened uh, on this train thing? I don't, I don't understand. Oh, it was attacked, and, uh, you know, my, my co workers and I were just coming down the hill from the mountain, and these evil, oh. undead, shadowy things came out and started killing everybody and brakes went out because the conductor was killed and, you know, a couple of my friends had to go underneath the train and make it stop and we basically almost died. Wow. Yeah, it was, um, I'd say interesting, but I'd be lying. It was honestly quite a bit scary and there was a point where I didn't know what to do. And I don't usually do that. I see. And you watch as she kind of like reaches around to her uh, to her purse and pulls out a small wad of, uh, of notes and kind of slides it onto the counter. She goes, well, you have a good night. Ulysses, Mac. You too, Xena. Nice she to meet you. If you finishes you- off her flute and disappears into the crowd very rapidly. Hey, if you're ever back here, you know, no, right, fine. So, yeah, Larry, again, my day sucked, man. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Uh, They want to crack open that next bottle. Yeah. I think I'm going to fall asleep at the office tonight. Okay. As you exit out into said space. Harold, do you have anything that acts as sort of a ringer at the front door? Muted, bud. Um, I would imagine so. Okay. Um, by 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 the way, uh, you don't drink sherry from a flute it's from i don't care glass. it's larry's I just, it's, a teeny, does. it's a teeny glass about this big larry and it's does. disgusting sherry's it's it's disgusting it's larry does it larry look, does it look everyone knows you drink sherry from martini glass but this is cosmar okay no it's not a martini well, glass nobody knows anyway is there a drinks. ringer of sorts i need to know <laughs> i said i said yes motherfucker <laughs> okay uh Wilhelm has a passive perception of 19 also in the chat that's so so while if you're unconscious it's at disadvantage so it's minus five to that water conducts sound very well i think you're on the second up. floor and i don't think it's gonna matter <laughs> harold's on the uh, third floor i'll do it, it i'll would, do it why not i'll do it hey, hold on let me talk guys golly no no no, no, no. We, no. 
We, we know where you're going with this. I've been hurt before. Let's do what wakes up. Everybody ignore Chuck. It's, we got this. It's fine. I have one spell slot. I need this long rest. Not good. It's a three. So we're not looking good. I'm asleep. Let's, I'm sleeping. Everybody. Harold is awake and alert. Like, regardless of everybody else. Harold, your, the buzzer that connects to the alarm that goes to your head goes off. No, this can't be good. At about 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, he's in the middle of like probably like taking a sample from his veins of some kind and putting it into a beaker and like putting some other kind of chemical like to help him read what's in there and swirling it around and sure. uh you know that kind of thing oh um, i will i will say i don't want to interview i will say that veda would have given you the vials of um the specimens that she's collected off the window of the train like she got a little um, swabby thing and okay she's giving it to you uh that will be a priority for him but not before himself before right <laughs> um and uh actually hold on yeah, no, that uh, keep what I just said. Um, and then he'll, as he hears that, will <sighs> never a dull moment. And he'll put the beaker kind of just in a holder, um, the, the test tube rather. Uh, and uh, he will head downstairs. Um, he, uh, he, has some test tubes to polish, but uh, he was denied his requests for test tube polish. And he's been using rainwater in his coattails. <laughs> it's a very deep cut for The Simpsons, but we'll go from there. <laughs> I just don't want to know about what all you're polishing in the middle of the night at two o'clock in the morning on the third floor. Anyway, test tubes, <laughs> motherfucker. I just said it out loud on stream. You can go back and listen to it. With, anyway. with Veda, Veda sleeping not far away. Yeah, you little bitch. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> so all you... know what should do. So you get remind, to remind the... Wilhelm to lock his door from now. <laughs> As you get to the door, um, you go. Th- what are you doing? Anything in preparation before you open the door? Or are you just gonna open it? Um. He pulls been invented. He will. Oh, I've I've got very little left. Um, can I have had a short rest in this amount of time? Yeah. All right. It's been hours. Some, of course. Get some spells back. Go ahead and roll your hit dice too. Uh, oh, that's. I'm joking. Important. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, he'll cast. I don't have too much right now that would work for this, but he'll he will cast blur on himself just in case as he answers the door. Cast what on himself? Blur. Blur. Okay. As you open the door, the first wave band wrote the song called Song Two. As you open up the door and kind of peek out, um, there's a uh, a figure that you recognize as one Mr. Woodward the artist kind of disheveled with his uh, shirt kind of opened up on the front. You can see a little bit of gray kind of going down the chest a little bit. That's beginning to solidify into the color of his face. Uh, The hair is not as immaculate as it could be as he just kind of looks up and just says, I, uh, 
I hate to do this at such an early time. Come in, come in, come in, come in. Um, and Harold wants to look closely. This, because we know what what we know, what we've been told is the the real one's dead. This is our changeling friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would request uh, that while inside uh, and away from prying eyes, that you uh, do not deceive us of who you are. Make a persuasion check. It's not going to go well. Oh, 15, probably minus something. Um, uh, it is plus one, not minus one. So 16. With a 16, he kind of glances around the room. No, sure. I got a rolled stats for this character. <laughs> are, 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 you, are you positive? Um, I mean, Harold's windows would be pretty much blocked by bookcases, I would imagine. Um, but still understands discretion and I think would think about it and say, I am, but, uh, if you must keep up appearances, I I suppose I understand. Wilhelm, with your 19 on perception... With disadvantage, you do hear like the door close and whispering at the front door. I'm just going to listen, but to pretend I'm not going to move. Okay. Um, that said, as you say this, Harold, the skin kind of he, he looks at you a little bit for a moment before the skin kind of begins to almost like swirl for a moment in this pattern of gray. It's it's odd watching it happen in front of you for a moment in this... Well, wait till I close the bloody door first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's a custard of skin changing. Just... It, it, is, it is almost like undulating pudding. Uh, <laughs> as does... As he undulates... After a quick change... His hands are backwards. Uh, his his, uh, his skin is gray. He has very little nose, and he just and it flips to his doppelganger form, where you can see like the uh, the gray kind of overtakes the rest of his uh, his pupils, his eyes, as he just kind of sits there. And I apologize. I did not mean to deceive. I. Uh, I didn't know where to find Padraig, and you all are his friends, and so I just wanted to know what you all wanted. I was told this morning that you all were asking for me at Gangers the other night. Weren't we asking for him because he was asking for us? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I'll say that. I don't think he ever showed up either. (laughs) He did not. Um, well, I... Right. I haven't thought this We are entirely not entirely through. sure where to find our friend Padraig either. Um, 
but he did uh, tell us that you were in need of some services. What 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 all what all did he tell you? I mean, he told us fucking everything, right? Pretty much. Enough. Why then? Why would you come asking for 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 me? At I, that's not what I, I, I am confused. I, I believe I, I'm, that. I'm, I'm sorry. And uh, he goes to, mo- he goes to move towards the door as his visage goes almost immediately back to Mr. Weatherford. I don't, um, I, mean, would I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't use hold person, which is his, like, nature to do so. But I'll just like actually physically reach for his shoulder. Wait, wait, wait. We went looking for you because we had more questions and assumed you might be a bit more at liberty in your comfort zone to discuss such things. With that in mind, this is probably as private as it gets in Casmar. So if there is anything you need to tell us so that we can help you. This is the place of these other people. Nobody else. He stops at the door and you can see him kind of like holding on to the, onto the, the handle. He just kind of looks down and... You've shown me who you are. You can keep your visage, visage as you wish. I just, you know, we needed some confirmation just in case. When would be a good time to stop by the office or here? Um, Harold looks at a watch that isn't there. Um, around about two in the morning, I would believe. And he uh, ushers him in further inside. Okay. Are you waking anybody up for this? Um, yep. All right. Can I roll an ins? I was gonna say, can I roll an insight check and see if I know that Wilhelm's awake? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's already getting up. So it, it is a nineteen. I mean, because Harold would just be like, Wilhelm, I know you're listening. We have work to do. Yes. Um. Good word. I don't remember. I forget his actual name. Renee, I don't. I don't remember if we got your actual. Renee. Hey. Renee. You are, I recall, in apologies. Um. Being for what happened. Woodward. Yes. I assume you have suspicions. I don't, I don't want to make assumptions. Learn to trust my gut. Dealing with these sort of mis- they're more helpful. I. I don't know. I I, I don't know what to tell you. I. Okay, well, why don't know. we start from the beginning, yeah? 
When did you first assume the form of About a year ago. How did you discover his... Demise? I, uh... Found him quite literally in a... Dumpster in the docks. Yeah. Again, if... I, 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 I'll never forget where I found it. It's him. Out a 20 minute walk west of Genghis. So, you found the, the body. Leave it in the dumpster. I um, left it where it was in the dumpster. I just saw an opportunity. And... This is not an enticement. My question at the moment you saw a body in the dump. I know. In the docks where I'm told, and this may be an indictment of the docks, and if it is, I'm sorry, that that's not entirely uncommon. Um, and what exactly compelled you to solve this crime? I mean, that is what you are attempting to do, correct? In a way, I suppose. I guess, I guess let, let me extrapolate her statement a bit. Were you aware of Mr. Good prior to being his? Yes, yes. He and his husband would come to Genghis once a quarter. Had you seen him that evening? No. Anything Had you stick seen out? Him recently at all? <clears throat> Sorry. Fine. I, uh, I, it's just happenstance for me. I saw, I, I saw the body. I, no, the other, oh. the other Mr. Woodward, I. So, uh, okay. um, this is good. This is good stuff. <clears throat> the, the body itself, which was, Dead. <laughs> any any notable? I don't imagine you. Blood, uh, wound, embermint. Perhaps a notable cause of of, of said death. Uh, there were odd puncture marks on, in in the shoulders. Um. How um. How how large? About the size of a about this big. 
That's not insignificant. I I only noticed it because I took the clothes off of the body. Was they did they go right. all the way through the shoulder? Yes. Like it was the, the weird thing that I remember is that they there was no bleeding. It was as if they were already commonly there. Like Prince they were healed over. Sort of like, he like an play. old wound. In 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 a way, like there Harold was... describes what scar tissue looks like, mm-hmm. like because Harold would know that maybe this person doesn't. But does it look like the skin has kind of grown weird around those holes, kind of thing? Um, it, it's it's not that it didn't. It, it, it's as though it was healed to, to to make way for those holes to stay to be permanent. As if he placed them. Perhaps. Um, but again, there there was no. It was like it had healed over on the inside. There was a hole all the way through. I could. See through it. Enough to achieve. If you are trying to hold someone along their life at the same time, I could. Um, Wilhelm? Yes. This is not the first we've seen of a hook tonight. I brought it up early in the morning. Um. So, uh, as I mentioned, you don't. However, I am in the aware. You, ha- you have particular gifts be inside that other people. Has anyone stuck out you maybe had thoughts? Shock eyes at your adaptation. You, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know how much you know about Woodward, but he doesn't. He he, he didn't get out much, so that was. That's what I'm saying. Any anyone you ran into that maybe was surprised to see you? Ev- Perhaps um, everyone, think... but my husband. Right, his husband would be shocked to see me. But I imagine there's a different, and. Perhaps it's not something you'd have paid attention to, but there's there's something to be said for the difference between I'm shocked because I see a famous person that I typically don't see, and I'm shocked because a dead man is in front of me, fully alive. I should, what I should be clear on how our uh, insight works. We don't get full pictures we don't get deeper thought processes we get oh that that's not entirely what i meant emotions i right and and i would imagine as he he has lived with this his entire existence he would be aware of the difference but you do have suspicions so enlightened us nature It's all in consideration. 
All I know is that Saffron is getting angrier. Over what? I don't don't know. He's just angrier around me than usual. Any conversations that has taken place after the events of the previous evening? Gala. He was particularly angry and to the point of throwing things after the gala because of the loss of, of, of income. How about the... Uh, he has a... Uh, what, what about the body that was the artwork? I have no idea. I... <laughs> It was complete when I arrived, and um, I was just, I persuaded him to sell it because he was causing our coffers to go a bit dry with his gambling. As, okay, so this is a very good start, and so we appreciate you, but I know this is putting your own existence in great peril, so. Um, uh, do we have a way to contact you others and gangers? I don't That's... have... I, I don't have a stone. It's, if I carry a stone, he'll know that I'm not... Would, would... Uh, well, why don't we do this? How difficult, let's say, in a week's time would it be for you to go happen to swing by Harold's shop? I could make that a thing easily why don't we uh harold set something up there so we can communicate a little more freely upon his entrance here um are you aware of where saffron does his gambling where where most do their gambling i assume he goes up to i wouldn't i wouldn't know I, I assume he goes up the mountain. Any particular matchbooks or anything, anything that he sees or brings back with him? Anything indicating there are several casinos up the mountain? He thinks for a few moments as Chuck rolls a history check for him. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I um. Not a, not, not a matchbook, though. He did bring back a ticket once uh, for a casino that I don't recognize. It was something that started with a C. The I, just, I just... Crystal? No. No, it was, it was like... It wasn't anything that sounded like it would be draconic in nature. I, I can speak draconic, and it didn't. Interesting. White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Starting uh, with the C- which, Caesar's which, Palace. 
Well, I, I think we have a few a few places to start. If you can think of anything else, a week's time by the office here. Sure. sure. Uh, and if we find anything in the interim, uh, we will, we will find a way to get it if we need to. Right. Harold, did you have anything else? Um, not at the moment, I don't believe. Um, however, Renee. Yes. We are. Well, some of us are fairly seasoned and trained investigators, and I think it should be said that despite the fact that you just kind of walked your way into this, uh, you've done well, and uh, I think you should be aware of that. And perhaps you might have found somewhat of a calling for yourself? It took me a year and I felt trapped the entire time. What do you mean? That's it's just happenstance that Padre gave me your, your, your company card. Well, wait. So, it took him a year. I would know what he means by that, right? Yeah, by that he means, like, with passive insight, it took him a year to even have anybody to talk to about it. Well, keeping that kind of information to yourself, to yourself is not only difficult in that it's hard not to um, it's hard to stay sane with knowing something like that um, but it's also difficult to keep it a secret in that secrets are difficult to keep uh, and in any You'd case You'd be surprised I think what my friend here is trying to say that your natural talents clear or be it not immediate um, sense of morality could do a lot of good with us. But let us solve this mystery first for you. We will talk. Amazing what um, a bit of selflessness and penance will do for a guilty con. Right. And with that, he will rest a hand on his shoulder, another one on Harold's. I'm going back. Renee, you may uh, stay as long as you like. Um, no, no, I, I can't, I can't be, I can't be gone when he wakes. Sorry. Fair enough. And as he says that, the visage of Woodward kind of fleshes into being. Again. I, uh, I apologize for coming so late at night. I'll try to come earlier in a week. Have 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 a good night. He makes his way out. Making his way. As uh, as Wilhelm like gets back into the uh, like like sinks back into the chair. He looks at the the shawl. Miles folds it. Puts it on an end table. Um, Harold, uh, 
Mac, Mac never came back. I had a feeling we um we might not see him. I wanted to offer him the best I could, but he um well, you know, he can be a bit Mac sometime. He is Mac. Um and Harold uh kind of starts back up the stairs for a second. And how I mean it's not been very long since Wilhelm started staying here. Um, I don't think Harold would have shown him anything beyond the second floor. Um, if you are going back to sleep, feel free. Uh, however, if not, I might be able to use your help with something. I need like um, two two hours, maybe. <laughs> um fight for that long rest motherfucker <laughs> um <laughs> right i i suppose i could do with some shut eye myself and well if there's not a minotaur sleeping in my room i don't know why i should uh deprive myself of it i mean we had a similar saying i could see her well never mind um harold does not get the joke <laughs> yes um I will see you in the morning. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, and then, and then I do certainly have some things I may need your help with. Camera uh, crashes to Larry's. Mac is sitting there, coat off, hat off, horns out, going, "Come on, you fuckers!" in a completely weird accent as people are throwing rings onto his horns for free drinks. <laughs> Larry's in the background just going, bet you can't get three in a row. <laughs> oh, you know I'm gonna. Come on. Uh, as the night wears on, I need all of you to roll wisdom saving throws as each uh -oh. of you falls asleep. Oh, shit. It's mine at disadvantage. Quick timing right. as the thunderstorm is rolling in. Wisdom saving. That is an <sighs> absolutely disgusting 17. Make sure Wisdom I don't save, right? Yep. Ooh, not Absolutely good. Absolutely <laughs> I'm rolling that at disadvantage because I'm not even proficient in wisdom saving throws. I'm so, actually yeah, going to no, roll this on there because I can't do math right now. Wisdom saving throw. Cool. Okay. Um, Chuck, by the way, I was supposed to roll that uh, wisdom save earlier with advantage uh, for leaving the lilies if you want to roll it again um, go ahead it, it's now it, it won't make a difference it's now a 19 okay yeah that's okay um what did you get for this one uh 17 and matt got a two two okay <laughs> i'm plus one guess what i rolled Ooh, that one baby uh-huh as rest finds all of you in your various states in the gold filigreed tub passed out in the office chair of your boss at the office beautifully comfortable bed or a lounge couch your vision clears to bright sunlight you can hear the cawing 
braiding of seagulls. As you find our, you find yourselves looking at a scene sitting on a set of benches near picnic tables on a pier, looking over the beach, the waves crashing in. As you turn, you'd see a crowd of people sitting at a bunch of those tables, including a pair that are incredibly familiar. In their teens, maybe 16, 17 at oldest, there's a blue boy with his hair combed over tightly, scars littering his skin like lightning with a slice of pizza pepperoni sitting in front of him and a second slice of cheese and a, another plate with supreme and sausage and Alhora sitting across from him just laughing For Veda, Wilhelm, and I believe Harold, the scene continues. As they are sitting there, the scene almost comes to a halt. as many of the people almost fade into the background, as you can hear a gruff but peculiar voice almost come ringing through your ears heavily. Well, 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 what have we got here? You see a Copper Dragonborn, not much older than them. In fact, he may be the same age. Come up and just force his way to sit beside Alhora. He's familiar from the last dream. In fact, you recognize the arms more than anything else because that's all you saw. She just immediately looks uncomfortable. And for the first time, the only time, in the few moments that you've met him, you see Irvin get angry that this dragonborn is here. And you begin to see electricity kind of arc up his arms as he prepares to do something about it. He stands up quickly. He grabs a hold of Alhora's hand. And you can see a couple of other thugs come out of the crowd and start to almost surround them for a moment. As he just says, uh, that bronze dragonborn just says, Oh, come on. You don't think I could <laughs> just let my sister go like that, huh? <laughs> 